cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, yeah. wolf tribe They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. Whereat Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Clinkies. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Happy Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween, Halloween. indeed. We are here on a very serious Dating this episode, so it's going to come up like four months. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, jumping right back to where. uh, Let me take the shot. Malortus. So, So jumping back to the end of the last episode, you guys were in the Hag's Cavern where you defeated her and the. Uh, bone frost giant, the skeleton frost giant skeleton, uh, who almost killed you guys way back in the uh, first couple uh, episodes. Getting your revenge, essentially. Uh, Felt good. You, uh, yeah, probably. Cathartic. They, uh, do you have the cauldron in front of you? You know this as the cauldron of plenty. It is a thick copper cauldron. It's kind of faded with green. Um, turned green with age. It's about four feet wide. Has a mouth of three and a half feet in diameter, weighs about 50 pounds, and holds 30 gallons of liquid. And embossed on its bulging sides are images of satyrs and nymphs in repose holding ladles. Satyrs holding ladles? Uh huh. I love that. They have aprons on? Yes, they do. That's... Nymphs and satyrs basically all holding ladles. Nymphs and satyr line cooks? I love that. <laughs> Perfect. Skid uh, runs up to the cauldron and starts trying to stretch the back of holding so it can fit in. And it's, it's no fin, but he's just gonna try, try, try. Bunch of different angles. Don't break it. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It doesn't appear to be working. No, it doesn't fit. I think we might have to carry it back. Mm, all right. Uh, you want to take it, Ricky? We might as well. Could do us some good. Maybe we can uh, use it for... Negotiations. This uh, one thinks he's suggesting you carry it. That's Ricky. exactly what I'm. Oh, saying. I'm not going to carry it. I'm weak. Yeah, we can split it, Thrax. You want to take a handle? Uh, sure, I will grab a handle. Is anything inside of? It? Yes, there's a whole bunch of random meat and uh, liquid in there. Should we eat this before we leave? Are you hungry? You know, yeah. a good fight really, you know, works up an appetite. It's true. Yeah, I could eat. Then be quick, because this one doesn't think we should stay in a a lot with all this food inside. 
Yeah, eat it. Don't pour it out. Yeah, everybody. Just eat as much as you can. Skid's gonna look around the room while they eat some uh, porridge and shit. This one thinks it's going to keep creating more stew. No, I think so. <laughs> no, just a plenty. Skid, can you look at it? Tell us if it's safe or not. While we yeah, eat... Yeah, it's safe. Barry, do you want to check it out and see what you can find out from it? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right, huh? We'll have a, um, is there, do we have some way to eat? <laughs> hands. I think Maybe this could be burning spoon? hot, man. A ladle? Is there a ladle? Sure. Sick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go all take some turns. Spoon I'll just say there's a ladle attached to it with a chain. Is it iron or wood? It is copper. Oh. Um, well, I'll take some turns eating it as, uh. Are you casting Identify? Absolutely. Man, Huck Literal just ripped one, it. y'all. Yeah, it is it bad. so bad. It's, it's really it's, bad. It's been rough uh, dude, so this whole weekend. Everyone's eating what's in the pot? Uh, yeah, for sure. Everyone roll a perception check. Critical miss for Skid. He's 17. looking around the room, not thinking at all. Uh, 18. Yeah, 17. Uh, 6. Uh, 21. Crit 20. All right. The only person that sees this is Ricky Steele. As the rest of you are gobbling this down... Rick Steele holds up a spoon to his mouth and sees an eyeball floating in it. You would understand, probably almost immediately, that the dwarves that were dead were probably put in the stew, and you are all eating dwarves now. I believe we should stop eating the stew immediately. It's delicious. Damn, it's savory. What's wrong? It's uh, It's good. You know what? Why should we stop it? It's so much food. Don't want to waste it. You should probably pour this out. Dead dwarves. This, This meat. I'm going to try to kick it over immediately. Yep. Uh, when you kick it over, you see uh, occasional intestines, some other body oh, parts in you, there. Oh, you ruined it. Oh, that was a perfectly What's good wrong stew. With you? We are not cannibals. We are the path Cannibals is when they're alive, when they're dead is meat. I, this one does not agree with that definition. <laughs> yes, I definitely, I too, I second that. I disagree with that. Why let their bodies go to waste? Yeah, you're wasting them. Because. We didn't kill them. They walk another. They were doing us a favor. They're they dead. Their path is gone. The path is path is. No, 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 no. Death is yet another path. Being yes. pathless oh, is when you're bringing undead. back right, 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 when you're right. undead. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's you okay. You're still learning the ways. No, I know. But no, we stop arguing for cannibalism. We are above <laughs> that. I'm no dwarf. Let's pick I'm up no the. Dwarf let's pick up the cattle and let's go. Wait. Cannibalism is only when you eat your own kind, right? When you eat any no, sentient humanoid, any sentient being, it's cannibalism. No, if you eat a human, it's fine. Yeah. I've, 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 I've eaten a human before. Yeah, as long as they're dead. Oh my god. This <laughs> is this is canon. Let's go, damn it. Let's go. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> uh, um, is there anything around the room? As kids looking around the body of the hag? Uh, yeah, you kind of see uh, some... Varying crates and boxes, most of them look empty. Uh, a lot of this you can kind of see. There are some papers mad about. They look like letters that were unsent. Uh, and the gist of half of them, they seem to be just rewritten over and over again. And it's uh, trying to reach out to some names you don't recognize, but they're definitely hag names. So you can tell that this hag was trying to form a coven here. I'll take, I'll take the letters. I'll put them in the back of Hody. Does, yeah. ba- does Barry's uh, ritual cast and identify finish? Yes. Is there any um, info? It's a cauldron plenty. Uh, and what you do get from it is that uh, if you're tuned to it, uh, you can basically command it to fill up. Cool. And it's usually a hearty stew of meat and vegetables. But Not the, dwarf. But the Not hag, humanoid. The hag like, like wanted to add sure, some flavor. Sure, sure. It's a... 
it is what it, it's a never ending source of food. That's correct. That and actually has produces, taste and flavor. Three times it, a day. No, it produces a nourishing simple fare. It's not anything wow. Right. But it Yeah. Sustenance. Three Shit. times a day can produce for it's a punk command it fills. It's oh, big. okay. It's a big Great. Do you know about, I don't know, this is an annoying question, about how many mouths it would feed, like, per serving? So it'd be 30 gallons of liquid. Good God. So that's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. 30 gallons. So, 30 so that's gallons, like 60 so... people? Shit. Trying if not to think, more? Trying to think of, like, how much a 22 served with stew. I'm thinking about, like, a stew, a like lot. a gallon of stew. That's, like, I'm good for, like, it's two a shit or time. three days. It's a shit yeah. of veggies. Yeah. Just stroganoff. And I mean, these people also haven't had too much, so they could probably use a little less, if you know what I mean. Is there anything else of note in this hag's cavern? There's not. Well, that sucks. This one believes we should move quickly. Harpies do roam in this area. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should definitely get out of here quick, as Skid is plunging a dagger into the eye of the hag and popping one of his eyes out. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's a thing. Yes, uh, well, I guess we can just pick up this cauldron together. Uh, yeah, definitely worth keeping in my mind. And uh, Thrax sort of licks his finger and just goes around the bottom part of the uh, cauldron with what little residue is left. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that organ meat is brain food. That's delicious. Yeah, I frowned upon them. It does not taste delicious at all. It is very bland and oh. tastes like could use some salt. Tastes like you're eating something wrong. <laughs> oh, really? It's a bad taste. Or yes, taste. yes, it's dwarven meat. Oh. I would not recommend it. Yes. You know, you might get free prions in your brain from doing that. Get what? Never mind. Uh, back to East Haven? With due haste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, I'll lead the way. Hey, you oh, grab your anthrax. Yes. Grab the cauldron. Right, you make your way back out to the cave, out through the cave. Uh, did you go through the bone path? I guess it doesn't really matter. You know that which you know the two different exits to the to the, the room you're in. So yeah, we got the the bone path would be the quicker path. So I'm assuming you take that one. Yes. As long as there's nothing. Skid is leading yeah. the way, and he's got two direwolves summoned on uh, next to his flanking him for the next hour. All right, so you got the direwolves sighted from you, and uh, Thrax and Bear carrying the cauldron, and the rest of you, you all leave without problem. It seems like this cave is basically empty at this point. DM, on the way back to the town, is there like a slight hill anywhere where we could possibly all sit in the cauldron and ride it down? Uh, no, you are on basically the water, so there is no hill. How uh, big do you think this cauldron is? We're all standing in it with our hands on the it's sides. It's only four like, feet wide. It's three and a half at the open of the, like, the, the mouth. <laughs> at least Skid could sit inside. But that's a different question than all of us hopping in it like some sort of Mario game. <laughs> Mario Party. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it right. Yeah, yeah. We should play some tonight. Oh, it's a great one. Uh, okay. Yeah. So down. Uh, so basically, they get out there without uh, any event, any events. Uh, the cat, the whole cave is basically silent at this point. You know, right here, there's nothing there. Um, and you make your way back outside. You don't hear the screams of harpies or anything, and it's. Uh, about the same day as usual. It's about negative uh, 40. Uh, fairly windy since you're on the water, and you know the path back uh, following the coast to the south. Skittle uh, take his the the amulet of Shargelin, the amulet of Black Swords. He'll take it out of the bag of holding and he'll put it on. All right. 
and I'll wear it and attune to it. Very good. So, no more cold. Yes, you are fine then. You don't have uh, cold weather gear, so you are fine because it's not a long travel. But yeah, he's thinking about the recent interaction by getting the deed and the sword showing up and the conversation with Sephic, and he just he throws it on his neck on the way back. All right. Because we'll travel back to East Haven, and if there's nothing, no encounters, I guess I would like to strike up a conversation with the group about what we plan to do with this um, seemingly magical cauldron. Yeah, there's um, no encounters. You see some seals in okay. distance on like a floating piece of ice. You see mm-hmm. a walrus, maybe, but nothing, nothing aggressive. Uh, then Pilgrim will say, uh, "This one's curious, Pathwalkers. Um, according to Barry, this cauldron can make a lot of sustenance for a lot of people. Damn right. And there are many hungry mouths in ten towns. What is it that we do with it? Do we keep it for ourselves? Do we take it elsewhere?" Surely we do not lose this leverage that we have with such a magical device. Uh, maybe we bury it somewhere, come back for it, but bring it to each of these tiny towns and offer big meals for people. That's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. You, what do you want to do with it? I say we give it to a traitor, maybe a caravan of sorts, have them move around towns, distributing the food, and we negotiate favorable prices, maybe even for free. Oh shit, uh, Zephyr works for the caravan, the Torg's caravan. Ooh, that's yeah, not a bad idea. Or our main man, Sathon. Sathon too? Well, I just got the deed to a bar too. Yes. We'll put it in the bar. Put it in the bar, we'll sell it. S- sell food. A this one also has become the speaker of Goodmead. I'm sure Goodmead would like to have such a boon. Don't you bring your political aspirations into this cauldron. You just literally agreed to put it in a single person's business rather than help out an entire town. If you want to complain about political aspects, I should warn her about your own capital aspects. That's my brother. Yeah, yeah, but... Then do not argue philosophically what is right or wrong. Sometimes, say it's your brother. you know, we recruited them to our group. They're kind of part of the wolf tribe now. You know, we brought our politics here too. This one likes Ricky's idea. Use that as leverage to give it to a trader who could use it and spread the good. You said Sephic, correct? Sephic works for that lady, uh, Torg. Torg. She, uh, uh, she goes to the cities that sacrifice the people. I think it's Targus, Brinshander, and East Haven. So the three big ones. I know. That's where she goes. Maybe that would stop them from sacrificing people as well. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They sacrifice- Did you see they made the big fire outside of the other city? They sacrificed warmth. The place is fucking crazy. Warmth. So, maybe we use the cauldron in a negotiation with this Torg. Yeah, you guys, I talked to Sephiroth last night, actually, when everyone went to bed, so I know they're in town, but I did go talk to Sephiroth. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Yeah, they're here. They're in town. They're in East Haven. Yes, We'll use the cauldron, talk to Sephic, talk to Torg. We'll figure out a good uh, price for the cauldron, so to say. Not monetary, maybe a little bit of monetary value, but mostly in favors. We'll maybe have the caravan go to good mead? Well, 10% in perpetuity, I think, would be correct. 10% perpetuity? It'd be lovely for the caravan to go to good mood. This one would be much appreciative. Do you know much of capitalism? I, I read a book on it once. It's like the, the 
you have to do the first letter of names and like the first sentence, right? It sounds like a book made of bark and druid. Don't read that again. All right, so we'll negotiate for this cauldron. We'll figure out whatever the fuck we're going to figure out. Get some kind of good end of the deal, not a bad end. And then we'll move on to Bryn Shander. That's, uh, that's Barry. That's where you come from, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh... You show us a good time? Show us what things are around there and everything? Yeah, it's, uh, it can be a bit of a tourist trap, but it's not without its charm. Um, Skid looks at the map. It's, it's actually kind of far. We'll have to, we'll have to wake up early to travel. Probably uh, seven, eight hours if we got Axe Peaks. Maybe a little bit shorter. Probably four if we got Axe Peaks, I'd say. And then we will get Axe Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're sure this thing isn't evil? People eating it aren't gonna get messed up or anything. It's only evil if you eat the dwarven entrails that were in there. That's not evil. That's silly. Then no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not. They were dead already. It's... And, but no, 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 it's not, it's not. It's fine, Someone, it's fine, it's some fine. might say you have survivor's bias. I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I didn't sense any uh, evil arcanic energy or anything in it. DM, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I think it's in good hands. Barry, do you still have your shop in Brinshander? You know it. What's it? What's, who's there now? What's going on with it now? Yeah, the Den of Inquities, that's all closed up because I've been traveling, but... Uh, oh, shit, can we go there when we stop in town? Yeah, yeah, we can pop go, in. Go, 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 go. Den of what? Den of Inquities. Inquities? Yeah. I love that. That's good. That's really good. So, uh, you established that uh, you're going to visit Barry's uh, tattoo parlor when you... When you arrive in uh, Chandir. But how are you heading back to East Haven right now? And your trek there is pretty fairly uneventful. Like I said, you just see occasional uh, coastal species of animals. Nothing too crazy. And uh, you see East Haven in the distance as you approach the piers. Uh, coming up the coast from the water. On the northwest side of the city. You just want to do wet trout? Stay at a, stay at a spot and then get out of here? Does anybody have any crowds, you know, shit to do tonight? Resting. Yes, I don't feel up to performing today. You feeling okay, though? Yes, otherwise, fairly fine. All right. Can we just talk to talk tomorrow morning? What time is it? Uh, let's see. So you guys talked, you did all your things the night before, right? Yeah. And then, so, you left fairly early. But I'd say probably... I just don't know why we can't talk toward tonight. Yeah, let's just call two. Let's just call two p.m. Two or three p.m. Yeah, is it talk now? Then? In the afternoon. Talk on the way home. Yeah, that works. This one thinks we should negotiate now and plan to travel tomorrow, not waste any time. All right, I think uh, we should have a game plan going into negotiations, and I think I'm gonna be quiet, okay? So, uh, Ricky, I know you don't like it, but I don't know. I'm gonna be quiet though. You want me to lead negotiations? I just want somebody talking who's going to be able to get the most value out of this hunk of metal that I think is actually pretty valuable. Think, think, think. Yeah, it is pretty valuable, and I, I think Ricky and and Traveler, to me, I, I would nominate Ricky and whatever. You got some arcanic thing that you seem to do once in a while. Maybe turn that on. I don't know. We could tag team it, and you take the lead, and I'll fo- this one will follow. Goddamn. First-person pronouns. I know. They're hard. <laughs> Uh, 
Yes, we could tag team it. Are you sure I should lead? You have, as oh, a new yes. speaker, you have a more vested interest in the Tin Towns. and Well, I guess I'm from here too, so... All right, I'll but take you're it. Ricky motherfucking Steel. You're right. I am Ricky motherfucking Steel. There we go. And I will lead this negotiation, and it will be successful. Do you take a, a pose when you say that? I put my hands on my hips. <laughs> One of my legs sticks out a little bit, bends at the knee, and I give myself a bow. That's just the Captain Morgan pose. Yes, but a bow to myself and no one else. Right. <laughs> We've got this, Ricky. Let's go. We'll approach Burnshand, yeah? East Haven. Uh, East Haven. East Haven, my bad. And uh, I guess if Skid could locate this Torg for us, Skid and Thrax, the uh, searchers. Yes, you'd know that uh, the caravans that come into town, they are usually on the south part of town where I'm blipping for you. Uh, there's kind of an open space. Looks like uh, there's a couple buildings around the circle, but that's where a lot of the um, a lot of the caravans and traders that come into town used to, and now still currently to a lesser extent, uh, go there to pile their wares. Uh, Ricky, do should we be here with the actual cauldron, or should we be somewhere else so the item's like a mystery, and what you're doing is secret? No, everyone Just, should be here. So, okay, so they're gonna know what we have. I can't negotiate for the Pathwalkers as a group unless we're all here. Okay, 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 okay. Let's go. Well, right, you make your way to the south side of town. Uh, it's like right in the center of town, due south, uh, basically south of that. You can overlook uh, a lot of the open area under East Haven. Uh, you can see the mountains far off in the distance. And you know that the tundra is like to the south of the city. And you arrive and uh, you do see Torg's caravan. You see uh, Sepha Kelstro. He is sitting there half just nonchalantly flipping a coin. And you see... Can you give me a quick description of what they look like? I just forgot. Yes, I'm sorry. I don't think we've seen Torg at all. We yes. heard her. Heard. Uh, yes, Torga, you have not... Um, Torga? Met. Torga. It's Ooh. Torg's caravan. Her name's Torga. And Sefik was the guy you were talking to last time, correct? Yeah, he's the one who killed fucking uh, Ronaldo at the beginning. The ice knife killer. Yeah, yeah, Pretty yeah, good yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be an agent of the Frostmaiden. <laughs> 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 So, you see uh, Safa Castro to r- remind you of what he looks like. He is wearing a basically white shirt that's uh, the sleeves are rolled up to his exposed skin in this weather. It's about negative 40 degrees. He has a vest that buttons down the center. Uh, part of it's folded over at the side. Uh, his white collar pops up through that. He is wearing a pair of blue slacks. Has a sword belt as around his waist uh, and wears boots on, a, on the bottom. He has slicked back black hair tied off into a ponytail, and human. his eyes glow white or er, he- glow blue. Human. He is human. Mm. Yeah. Ish. Sweet. Humanish. Whatever you want. He <laughs> looks human. He's okay. standing, <laughs> yeah, right, he's yeah, standing yeah, outside yeah. with a t-shirt, basically. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. And Torga, is she there? And Torga. She? He? They? Torga's a she. Gotcha. And let me see here the exact. Okay. They don't really describe her, so I'll make her up right now. She is a... Mm, she is a mountain goliath. What? She is a large woman, gruff, and shrewd. You can tell that she is in charge because of the rings that she wears. 
She has uh, multiple chains around her neck. Her hair is long and gray and pulled back into a bun. Uh, she wears small glasses and around her chest hangs a basically an inspection uh, glass monocle. Okay, so she's cool is what you're trying to say. Yes. Uh, she, her too is dressed in outerwear, but she is dressed up for the elements. She does have a long flowing robe on it that is covered with bestial fur. Probably looks like that of um, the polar bear of sorts. How tall is Torga? Torga is about 7'4". We shall approach. Hello, Suffolk. Welcome back. It's a pleasure to see you again. Pleasure is all yours. We're here to see your boss, Torga. We've got quite an item for trade. So be it. And he'll turn around and look at, uh, there's the, about four of the bodyguards there. Generic uh, humanoids are pretty bundled up, so you can't really make out their features. Um, I want to put my hand on Ricky's back really quickly and do the sign of the paths and cast guidance say, you've got this. Thank you. All right, and uh, he turns to the side, lies his past, kind of steps off to the side, but keeps an eye on you guys. Then you approach uh, 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 Torga. Hello, I'm Ricky Steele. These are the Pathwalkers. I will give a courteous bow. Greetings. Pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure. Can I interest you in any of my wares? I have plenty, and they are very good. We also have a ware of plenty that you might be interested in. She looks around. Drop the cauldron. Well, real quickly, what kind of wares we talking here that, that she has? So she has basically the front of her caravan has like some wares out. And she has a curtained off area that Ooh. you cannot see into. And she looks around, nods to you, looks at the cauldron behind her, and opens the curtains. Let's step inside. For listeners, Kratzmeyer is sweating like that Jordan uh, Peele <laughs> gif. <laughs> or like the guy from Airplane as he's landing it. This is right up his alley. The loot and items. I'm definitely sweating. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that D2 yeah. background, I'm like, ooh, what unique item here? Yeah. Shopper man over here. I know. We'll step inside. All right, you step inside. Is the party going to? Oh yeah. yeah. I already goes watch in. the cauldron. Yeah, yeah Drex, you got that. You Drex and Skittles stay outside. They're gonna. She's gonna say, bring it in. Okay. She's gonna inspect the cauldron. Yeah. 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 You can make any sort of stew, not just dwarven stew with this. She's turns. <laughs> really jumping the gun her, here, her head, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. Ignore him. And uh. As you step in, Sephic also follows you in, as well as two bodyguards at the door. Humanoid bodyguards? Yeah. Right. They're bundled up. Can't really tell their, their faces or anything like that. Are they holding a weapon? Are you, are you, yeah, they have weapons around their waist. They're not they're not actively drawn or anything, but they do have weapons. Do they look like the black swords? No. Okay. All right, let's take a look at what you have to offer. It's a cauldron of plenty, according to my friend Barry Parker. This cauldron can create food three times a day. Up to, what was it? Yeah, it's a lot of people. I think it's like, what? You said 30 gallons. 30 gallons? 30, yes. 30 gallons. She, uh, good grub a day. Up, puts it on uh, the like desk in front of her and pulls up her monocle. It looks like one of those jewel-looking uh, inspection ones. Mm -hmm. And she looks at it and she's like, 
Well, you're almost right. Uh, this one can create it at will, as long as you say the command word, not just three times a day. I think you've misheard something. <laughs> oh, my bad. Apologies, not necessary, Barry. Sometimes we all have a little flow. Okay, so you're looking to get rid of this. Um, yes, but... It's also a jeweler's loop. L-O-U-P-E. Ah, that's what's called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually a pretty cool word. Uh, yes, we're looking to get uh, take this off our hands. It's uh, quite cumbersome, and you have a caravan, which means you could take it around. Um, but we have some maybe stricter terms than one would normally find. Well, we know we... that Ten Town suffers from the endless winter, and we were hoping, at least this one was hoping, that you could use it to do some good, spread the wealth a little bit and make sure that those places that you travel to have some food there at a discounted price since it costs you no resources at all. However, in return, obviously that will make your business thrive. You will be known across 10 towns as a provider, as someone that everyone can trust, as someone that can bring people out of this endless winter and give them food and sustenance that they much need. In return, we hope that you can make an offer that would be equivalent to our endowment of your business. Well, what you're telling me is that I'd have to do extra work, which I really don't need to do. However, without doing any of that, I'll pay you 15,000 gold. What's that number? 15,000 gold. I've been down to skid. Is that a lot? Tell him to double it. Um, I'm gonna. Can I say that I heard them talking, or mm-hmm. and I'll whisper to Ricky. Uh, this one doesn't care, but the uh, the wolf tribe members say to ask for double. Yes, yeah, and Ricky, in your head, you hear. I don't trust her. This is really wrong. Something ain't right. Double it. Via message. Shut up, Thrax. 15,000 is quite a lot of gold for something like this. But where do you plan to pawn it off on? You say extra work would be required? It's just a command word. It's just an extra 50 pounds of weight. I sell immensely powerful magical items. Why would I want the ruckus around my caravan giving away free food? Are you out of your mind? Point duly noted. How about you give us some magic items in return, and also the 15,000 gold? Or maybe we'll cut I it. I will give you 15,000 gold in one magic item of my choosing. 5,000 gold, no magic, three magic items of our choosing. She sits down for a moment at the desk. She slides over the cauldron. She pulls out a piece of paper, lights, uh, inks the quill, and her hand just hovers over the paper. Mickey, are we sure that the items will be worth it? Can we peruse your... This one personally is not interested in items, though I know that th- this one knows that they are a boon to the party. Can we peruse your items before we agree to this? Absolutely. Barry, detect it. Or whatever you do, I don't really know. Figure it out. Is this shit worth it? What's she got? 
Yeah, no problem. She has a plethora of magic items. There are so many things in this store that, in this, like, room that you could not, like, she's not going to stand here for fucking 20 hours waiting for him to identify everything. But she's not. She's just going to cancel this and send you on your way. But what's there? There are weapons. There are armors. There are cloaks. There are capes. There are plenty of things. Rings, amulets. When she's holding, like, the the pen-dipped quill above the paper, is she just waiting expectantly for us to, like, tell her? No, she's thinking about... Uh, terms? Making Yeah, writing down the terms of agreement. Okay. We just wait for a minute as she's thinking. See what she decides to do. Send out some messages. Yeah, she's got a dragon's trove of a multitude of relics and fine uh, objects. I just don't feel right, though. Is there a chair? You a want chair? A magic chair. No, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's, no, some, uh, there's some wooden chairs. Pull over a chair, I'll sit down or put one of my legs upon my other legs. Look a square in the eye as she's hovering over it, say. We'll give you the cauldron for five magic items, three of our choosing, two of yours. Perhaps, Torga, you could take some time to think that over while we take some time to talk it over as well. Yes, give me one moment. Okay. You're asking for a lot of magic items for one magic item. Yes, but this pot is pretty valuable. Yes, so are the things I have. So I'll give you seven magic items of my choosing for that. So that the cost is exactly where it needs to be. Are we in agreement, walkers of the path? This one trusts you, Ricky. As long as one of her items doesn't make me grow a tail. Everyone else. I think it sounds fair. And, uh, you know, good faith moving forward together, too. You know, friends, allies even. Barry. I said just send you a message. Yeah, I don't trust that she can give us a bunch of sovereign glue and shit we don't need, but sounds like everyone's in. I'll, 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 I'll go with you. All right, Torga. Well, uh, take the deal with one caveat. What's that? One of the magic items must be a weapon, not a dagger. Bigger than that. One of them must be some armor. Other than that, you're free to choose everything else. No. So seven of your choosing straight up. Exactly. Do I have your promises that none of these items are cursed? They are not cursed. Does she need to know our likes, dislikes, things like that? I don't... This is not a dating profile. Torga? You agree. I agree. Very good. Then just sign here. And she'll hand you a quill. I pick up the quill. I look at it. It's, what kind of bird is it? Uh, I don't know. You can't recognize it. It looks like an axe beak feather. Ah, axe beak. Very well. All right. Oh, God. I write my full name. Which is Ricardo Flutter Steel Flarian the Second. 
Also known as AKA Ricky Steele, R I K K I S T E L E, doing business as the Pathwalkers. And Torga writes her name is just Torga. She has no last name and puts a stamp next to it. Her that's seal. A, that's a nice seal. Okay. Have I seen you somewhere before? Yes, you've seen me in probably one of the major cities of Ten Towns. She so uh, in Shandir, Targos, or here. After we do this exchange, would you care to have a drink with me and my compatriots somewhere in uh, East Haven? I doubt that would be likely. All right. Let's get this shit done, then. Alrighty. Uh, let me just get the things together, and I'll meet you outside. We stay. Oh, we'll, we'll go outside. <laughs> we'll go outside. Well. In about uh, five minutes, she comes out. She's not carrying anything large. Oh. So first, for each of you guys... Pick an ability score. Any? Any, whichever one you want to increase. Oh. oh. Strength. I'll go wisdom. Raw strength. I'm strong. Int. Int. I'll take constitution. Dexterity. We all took different skills. That's awesome. Yeah, that's sick. Okay. In a bag that she hands you are five yoon stones. Ooh. Uh, you can use an action, toss it in the air. It floats around your head. Uh, it has 24 AC, and uh, it has 10 hit points and resistance to all damage. As it rotates around your head, you gain plus two to any ability score that you that you chose. So as long as you have it around, you get plus two to any abilities, any ability score. Badass. She also hands you a one-inch cube. Uh, and if you cast identify on that, you would know it is an instant fortress. Oh my god! Oh my god! Worth it already. And we're only two items in. Six. I love. I thought that was six items. It's six items. In. Fuck. <laughs> I wrote down two, sorry. And this final one, you can thank Suffolk for it. Nay, she hands you a stone. Suffolk winks at uh, Skid, nods his head, and says, Well, this is a bloodstone. And. Through my many adventures out in the wilderness. I'd like you to know that the person's blood in this bloodstone has a certain surname of Sunblight. You can track any one of that family's line using this stone. Enjoy. I know thank, I like to hunt as well. Thank you, Sephic, and Skittle bow deeply. So you choose see for Yoon Stone. You have the Bloodstone with Zardox blood, or base, uh, basically storm, uh, Sunblight, sunblight, sunblight. Uh, blood, and an instant, instant fortress. 
Um, with the Yoon Stones, do we need to let you know when we're using them? Like, does that take an action, like, before, like, battle, or... Yeah, I'd say it's pretty safe to assume that you'll have it floating around your head. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, it does take it Like, people action. aren't going to be freaked out if we have stones rotating around our head? No. Okay. Especially if it's a group of you guys, it's like, oh, they must be, you know... Adventures. A, yeah. Or okay. like a pil- bunch of pilgrims or something like that. So is it something where it's passive and it's kind of always floating there? Mm-hmm. So it circles around your head. So we would... But it can be destroyed. It can be destroyed. It can be destroyed. Yes. So are you guys modifying your character sheets to show that plus two to that increase or no did you wait to do that i would just wait for aoe attacks and then it's just ac24 resist all damage and has 10 hp so if it gets hit by like a fireball then it might be destroyed uh-huh. i think that's the thing is it's like you we can lose this ability mm-hmm. okay so i'm using the bloodstone you use an action and you can divine the location of the creature nearest to you that is related to the blood that is in the item just closest? Closest, it'll find immediately. So we don't know if there's a range limit or anything? There is no range limit. Well, Tolga, this is quite the treasure trove. Yes, well, Sephic uh, gleamed on me that you're all adventurers. I figured the fortress would help if you... I've decided to traverse the uh, waste, which it certainly seems like you're doing, especially with the sunblight blood, which Sephik said he insisted on you having. I don't like that. That's Joel speaking, not the pilgrim. I, I just, I don't like that. Kratz loves it. I don't like that. <laughs> most interesting. I don't know how you think it's about most it. fair transaction, and I uh, hope next time we meet, we can count each other as allies. Well... I am just a humble merchant. Well, hopefully the cauldron helps your merchants. Oh, certainly help indeed. It takes my overhead of having to feed anyone I, anyone in this group. Or myself. Alright, Pathwalkers, we've done our business here. Should we go retire and prepare for the journey tomorrow? Uh, this one thinks with this, in- this fortress might make things a lot easier for us heading to Bryn Shandair. I'd like to see what it looks like. Should we put it up in the middle of town? Absolutely. This one does not think that would be a good idea. Absolutely not. Just got a bed at the wet trout? Yes. We don't need a fortress when we've got the wet trout. I'm going to color my stone. I'm going to etch some stuff into it. Yeah, no, just for reference, the instant fortress, which I'm assuming, like, we can just skip the fact that the, you know, the spells me cast on it. Uh, this grows into a fortress, rapidly grows. We we know the command word, right, once we attune to it? Yeah, okay. you guys make the command word. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a square tower, 20 feet on the side and 30 feet high. It also sits on all sides and battlement on top of it. Uh, the interior is divided into two floors with a ladder running along one wall to connect them. The ladder ends at a trapdoor leading to the roof. When so acti- sick. When activated, the tower has a small door on the side facing you. The door only opens at your command, which you speak as a bonus action. It's immune to knock and similar magic and travel opening. Um, and if you use it as a weapon, which you can, each creature in the area where the fortress appears makes a DC 15 Like if we were to throw throw out the cube and make it... And they get shunted? Uh, So they have to make a dex save throw, or they take 10d10 bludgeoning damage on a failed save. Oh, we got Uh, a weapon. And then it will, if it, in either case, it is forced out of the area. The space outside the fortress. Cool. Goddamn. The tower is made of animantine. 
Magic prevents it from being tipped over. The roof, the door, and the walls each have 100 hit points. Immune to damage. Uh, immune to damage from non-magical weapons. And resistance to all other damage. Alright. It's a good thing I didn't take that shitty spell. Guys, what about... What about the stone? Fucking sunblight shit. And it was Sephic who did it. What the fuck? Hey. This one believes we should stick to the plan and let that path forge itself. I'm gonna walk the shit out of that path someday. I'm sure you will. Walk the this one is sure you shit will. out of it. To the wet trout for a night of respite yes. before we head to Bryn Shandir. Yeah, I could get some soup too. Yes, I have a hankering for soup after that soup earlier. Should we stop by Burger King? Yes, we can do that. If we'd gotten that 15,000 gold, Barry, you know, we could have gone to that restaurant. Yeah, in time, my brother. All right, we'll head back to uh, the wet trout. Yeah. Maybe have some dinner, some light drinks. Hey, head back to the wet trout. Uh, it's middle afternoon, um, so people are hanging out, partying, they're drinking slightly, not as heavy as after work hours, but there are people there drinking away because there is not a lot of work because of still the everlasting winter. You know what I just realized, team? We didn't tell anyone that we killed that hag yet. Uh, what was it? Imdra? She's the... She's the one who runs the uh, militia here. She'd probably like to know. We could also tell her that those fishermen... I think we already told her that they bit the dust. Uh, we, de- we definitely told her that the fishermen were dead. This one would like to speak to the speaker, whose name escapes this one currently, but... I think it's Waylon. It's probably Waylon here, DM. Danith Waylon. Um, and this one can inform them that, hopefully, they'd be interested in um, forging a better relationship with Goodmead. And this one can tell them also that the hag threat and the frost giant threat has been neutralized. Actually a pretty good plan, Grim. Do you want anyone to go with you, or you're fine by yourself? Only if you want to walk the path with me. Barry, would you like to walk a path today? Yeah, I don't mind sh- shadowing the traveler. Uh, sure, I'll go. You're big, you're strong. You've got a sturdy turtle shell. Keep him safe. Sure, yeah. I'm admiring this stone here, man. Uh, this is, uh, I kind of have the buyer's remorse, but I can't help but like this thing a little. I'm gonna take a bath and sit by the fireplace. I'll join you, buddy. You going to take a bath together? Yeah, why waste the water? Yeah. Keeps the water warm. That's a good point. Why waste the water? Why waste the water? Well said. You've never been in a tribe, huh? No, and I never. It's nice when you can rely on others Mm -hmm. and be with people near you. Wash each other's backs. It's it's, it's like the opposite of lonely. You know, you're always with a friend. In the bathtub. In the toilet. Anywhere. anywhere. 
oftentimes this far north, in this harsh environment, and in such disparate towns, one can become atomized from everyone else. Maybe we should all be in tribes. I'm going to put my opinion out there, I'd rather not. <laughs> You're already a part of the wolf tribe. Audiwan, you can't say nothing about it either. You and me and Thrax, you're part of the tribe. If you want to take a bath, you can take one with us. I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not really my type. But bath takers? Different story, different day. Just keep an eye on each other when you're out there, okay? The speaker might not be happy with us because we didn't fucking fuck over those motherfuckers in Kakoni. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Barry and the Pilgrim will head to Speaker Whalen. Very good. Um, I'm sure it's like still like what, uh, early or late afternoon? Yeah, probably in the late afternoon, probably at 4 o'clock. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, then we'll head over there. Alrighty. You guys head to the Speaker's house, the town hall, which is in the middle of town, uh, just east of the White Lady Inn. Uh, so you guys walk through the center of town. And you arrive at the town hall, where the speaker is normally found. Ironically, you would also probably be walking with Ricky Steele, because if he's going to see uh, Imdra, uh, they, she is often found at the same place as well. Alright, I'll be there. I'm going to see Imdra reluctantly. Now you all arrive at the town hall, and you guys split off to talk to the speaker where he has his waiting room and the office, as you've seen before. Yep. And Imdra is in the main hallway. When we approach the waiting room, I guess I'll say, like, um, the future speaker of Goodmead would like to speak with the speaker of East Haven. Uh, to whoever assistant is outside. Yeah, assistant. Oh, oh, right. Uh, we'd, we'd heard about that. Right away, please uh, give me one moment. And uh, he'll knock on the door. Wait a moment. You hear something mumble from behind. He enters the room. Uh, comes out. You may enter now. Before we enter, I turn to Pilgrim. What do you think it is? And I make three copies of myself. What about you know that way we, you know, you're not gonna. Mess it looks with good. Us. Good All call. Right. I got your back, buddy. I follow Pilgrim and kind of like walking a few feet behind him with the, my copies. Like with three Ninja Turtles rather than one. <laughs> exactly. Well, three copies, so four total. So four total. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect amount. Uh, Pilgrim walks in, a guard puts his hand up. Uh, sir, I have no idea why you're casting magic inside of this building, but I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You're on your own, buddy. Uh, Pilgrim will just put his hands uh, together and, and bow very slightly to um, to Barry and say, uh, this one will be just fine. I'll be right here if you need me. And then I'm going to send you a message directly in your head. I'm still right here next to you. You can respond to this message. I will not respond to that message yet. You can in your head if you need, ever need to. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll hold on to that. So I'm going to stay outside of the boundary and listen to the guards, certainly. I think I, think I should be fine. Yeah, they're going to ask how you got That'd be weird to do a oh. political assassination. <laughs> they're going to ask how you got You cast magic in, like, in front of a public servant. Okay. That's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I figured they walked out. I didn't know there were still guards. No, nah, they were right there. They were still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. They were everywhere. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, Yeah. Then I'll walk up to uh, Speaker Whalen. Speaker Whalen, uh, this one is, well, this one is the new speaker of Goodmead, and um, call this one what you will. 
but this one just wants to put out a sort of um, sign of good faith between us, between our two towns and cities, and also let you know that the hag problem has been neutralized along with the frost giant, the skeletal frost giant that resided in the cave as well. Um, also, the fishermen are able to fish once again, and we inspected the boat uh, and found many Dwergar out there. I'm sure we've informed you this before, but again, just want to let you know that we have been doing as much good for East Haven as we possibly could. I would hope to see that sort of given back to Goodmead in the future and given back to the Pathwalkers who have done these tasks for you and your city. Well, I appreciate you letting me know. <clears throat> I am quite surprised to see you as a speaker. This one is also surprised. But town, town towns do as they please. Each town its own governing body, etc. For the hag business, you'll learn quickly that you always appoint someone to take care of these things for you. There's too much, too many things to worry about. The operation of the city, make sure people are fed, make sure they're safe. Imdra handles that rubbish. That's those things are beneath me. I'm glad you did come to speak to me first. Why well, I'm disappointed that. Some of my direct rivals are now thriving. Perhaps that means, yes, that our rivalry will not exist, that we can potentially help each other. Good mead has much to offer to you. Good mead has mead. Good mead has much to offer. Perhaps in time, we can talk, exclusive trading deals, etc. Something that benefits us. Not necessarily the other people, but us. We've only got one town to worry about. I hope you will eventually realize this. And at the very least, I'll be looking forward to seeing you at the Gathering of Speakers, the Moot, when we all meet up. I even heard that wretched woman from Dugan's Hole will be showing herself this time, so that's lovely. But at least we'll all be able to meet you and give you our blessing. Speaker of Good Mead. If you might forgive my insolence, Speaker Whalen, I hope that this analogy does not offend you. But what is the point of a path that heads out by itself into the wilderness? You say there's only one town to worry about, and this one claims that there are ten. And the more intertwined that our paths are, and the more walked our paths are, and the more protected our paths are, the stronger the whole is, the stronger the entire journey is. This one recommends that you Cease your myopic view and look at the bigger picture. Again, no disrespect is meant. None taken. Look forward to doing business with you. Absolutely. I'll quickly walk out a little bit, peeved a little bit. <laughs> I hurriedly walk out. Thank you, Speaker. Thank you. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'll find Barry outside. And I guess since uh, uh, Ricky isn't too far away, we'll wait for Ricky. Yeah, they they put Barry. Barry's at the front. I of the don't door. like that guy at all. 
Yeah. I, I didn't he's, know if he's he was, kind of a prick. Yeah, well, yeah. no, and not not to me, but like he's very. And I get it. You run East, but yeah. That, yeah. This is the same guy who asked us not to break up pieces of ice to. Mm-hmm. And he was going to pay it. He's going to pay us to not to not yeah help to not do Caracol exactly. Yeah, I didn't as, want to let that him know about that. So yeah, as you're getting closer to leaving the building, I I have been bopping you messages, being like, "You need backup? You okay? You okay?" You know, but yeah, I'll send one back. Like, hey, I'm good, but yeah. I'll show up next to you soon. Let's wait here for Ricky. How'd that go? Could have been worse. Could have been better. I'm interested to hear. I'll, while we're waiting for Ricky, I'll let. Cool. Yeah. You know Fill me in entirely. Yeah. Ricky Steele, what brings you here today? And I am drawn. Just wanted to um, inform you that the Hag situation has been taken care of. Well, that's excellent news. 100% dead. 100% dead? Yes. And the uh, fisherman? Fisherman also dead. Couldn't really do anything about that. Understood. You know, if you stumble upon a corpse, it's a corpse. And far be it from Ricky Steele to know how to resurrect. Yes, I don't think we have anyone that will do that here either. So I'll make, I'll make preparations to notify the families and set up uh, some sort of, God for lack of a better word, gift basket for them. Yes, it it is what it is. Shit happens. Yep. Um. Well, I suppose you want your rewards. Well, there you go. Just like I promised. Uh, what I confiscated from that mage that we burnt in town. Here is. She hands you a. Gray bag and a scroll. The gray bag, I believe she told you this already. She did. Like, it is a gray bag of tricks. And the scroll is a spell scroll of fireball. Woohoo! Thank you very much, Imdra. Well, um, good luck you using. I'm sure you guys know how to use these. I'll be. I have a lot of work to do today. The speaker doesn't really give me a couple of any time off. If it's of uh, any note, we've been calling ourselves the Pathwalkers recently. Uh, if you'd like to refer to us, if you talk to anyone about the things that have happened. And uh, I believe that either tomorrow or the next day, we'll probably be heading to uh, Bryn Shandir. I don't know if word could get out ahead of us, but, you know, just letting you know. Okay. Um, uh, Pathwalkers, right? Yes, the okay. Pathwalkers. Uh, that's... So. A nice little group name for us, because we walk a lot. Yes. And right. we do, we've been, you know, we're kind of, we did some work up in Kerr Kronig, Kerr we went down to Goodmead, we even went to Dugan's Hole of all places. Didn't want to go, but we did. And, um, you know, we've, we've done some good work around these parts. I'm very proud of you, Ricky Steele. Um... If you're finished, I need to get back to work. Yeah, well, you know, you know where to find me. Well, hopefully you're not walking because Brinchandia is pretty far by foot. Yes, well, we'll probably be hiring Axbeaks, but you know, I mean, you know where to find me tonight if you. Yes, at the bar, for, like for every a, night. For an extra special reward. Hmm. All right, I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Goodbye. I will exit, and I will find my compatriots outside. And there, waiting for you. Well, Imdra was there? Yes. And receptive? No. Wow. I did get this bag of tricks and uh, a scroll, which I cannot understand. Mm. Here you go, Barry. I give him both the things. 
Yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah, you figure it the fuck out. Well, let's head back to the wet trout and prepare for journey tomorrow. What's that plan? Yeah, you guys head back. Uh, is there anything else anyone want to do? Skid's just scrubbing Thrax's back. This boat won't get clean. Right. What'd you do to it? I think it might be a scar. No, it's some gunk or something. It's like from a tree sap or some shit. Mm, it's been a while since I took off that coat. I don't remember. Maybe oh, yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah. Here, turn around. Okay. I'm scrubbing uh, Skid's back <laughs> oh. now. There you go, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, fade to black. <laughs> Ew. In the corner, the uh, the alchemy jug is sitting there. A couple of glasses of nice wine that's left. <laughs> In the bathroom? Yeah, why not drink a little bit for some bad time? I imagine you guys are in like a Japanese style bathroom too, all with right. like stools. We, I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we faded to black. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the gray bag tricks. Uh, so yeah. We'll be identifying it. Exactly. I'd like to uh, identify redon, both of them. Uh, redon recharges. Uh, you pull three fuzz, fuzzy objects out of the bag a day, and they turn into certain things. Hmm. Anywhere from ranging from a weasel to a giant elk. And so three charges you can use throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Each one, it's just kind of a random pull. Okay, something pops out, and depending it's gonna, on what you roll. Okay. Okay, cool. It's like a uh, so that's the gray bag the, of tricks. The, yeah, the creatures that come out, they roll D8 to determine. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the creatures that come out vanish at the next dawn or are reduced to zero hit points. It's from the unit companions, acts on your turn, bonus action to command how the creature moves and what action it takes on its next turn. Okay. In other words, more, more creatures for me to fight. More fodder. Yes. Excellent. And you get a scroll of fireball. And the scroll of fire, all beautiful. No need to ID that. Cool. All right, you head back. Uh, relative, relatively uneventful evening, and you go to bed and wake up once again the next morning. If I could, I'd like to get at least an hour or two of tattooing in, and uh, I'm, I'm working on starting a new tattoo of of. It's actually uh, I'm kind of doing it in secret in the corner, and it's the beginning of one of Thrax pouring like a three or four spouted jug. And okay. it's, it's kind of going to be on the side of my thigh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You begin that tattoo. Yeah, I'm beginning it. Put just in a few hours, just getting the outline. You'll wake up well rested, as no one is cursed anymore. And um, your morning begins anew. Yes. Uh, the weather outside is blustery, about negative 57, but otherwise similar to most other days. Skid gives a long yawn and stretch. Ah. Are we, uh, do we need more magic to get there? Do we buy some axe beaks, rent them? What do you guys think? Everybody ready to roll? Definitely rent some axe beaks, right? Cool, 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 cool. Let's get some wine and let's go. Yeah, the Rex, you got any morning, uh, hooch? Let's take everyone here, take a sip of this breakfast wine, and get your fill. Definitely drink some breakfast wine. Oh, yum, yum, breakfast wine. All right. Man. Go. Skid, I gotta say, it is nice getting these good sleeps in. Man. Mister, my mister. Oh. Mister, for sure. Passing the jug around. Pass the jug around. 
Then go those? to the uh, where they keep the axe peaks. Okay, yeah, you walk to the west side of town. Uh, so you guys are on the northeast side of town, all the way northeast. So you walk across the entire town. You see the basically the familiar bustle of people waking up. This is a larger city, and they are getting ready for the day. You see some guardsmen walking, roll, uh, basically roles changing, etc. Um, people getting ready to head out to the water to do fishing, and some other people getting ready to leave to the south and west to do hunting, etc. Uh, you reach the gotta keep on call it chocobo the axe beak rental stables and they are there as always guess we'll get five of them i'm gonna find the most teal aquamarine looking one possible <laughs> to go garishly against my pink outfit and my bald bald cue ball head wait you're like a watermelon this one looks just as this one should look perfect in every way that's not me hitting on you. Says you. And thank you, Ricky. I would let you know if I was hitting on you. <clears throat> Enough of that. I'm, re- I'm gonna get this white <laughs> axe beak. I'll get the black one. I'll take a silver one. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, I'll take the runt. Why are you, you taking this? Poor animal's no. back! <laughs> you weigh over 400 pounds. Yeah, that's cruel, you're right. God, don't do that, please. Very rude. I'll take I'll take the big albino one. More like it. That's perfect. All right, so I think we just uh, head straight west on the east way. It's funny to say. Yep, you begin west on the east way. I would like to cast sending. Absolutely. I will be cast sending to my uncle, Roland. Hello, uncle. We'll be in town shortly. Hope everything's going okay. I'll see you soon. You're not son, but kind of still son. Ricky Steele. Uh, you got a response back? It's about time. I say everything out loud. Everyone can hear what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, this just uh, the path to the, the east way going to Brinchandir. This is more populated than any road that you've ever been on. Uh, this is far more popular than, say, going to Cairdinval or Kirkonig or south to Goodmead or Dugan's Hole. Those places are very small, do not get a lot of traffic. Brinchandir and East Haven, however, do share a lot of traffic. So there is not a time when you don't see uh, occasional different kinds of guards. There's actually guard posts midway through uh, where there is both representatives from East Haven and Brinchandir. Uh, it's very safe. So there's no random encounters along this east way. Um, there's, you see caravans of people, immigrants, etc. Just to be clear, we're heading west on the east way. You're heading west on the east way. That was it big, Ricky? Barry is a big city? Yeah. We've only been on the outside. We never went in. Never. It's about as big as East Haven. Maybe a little bigger. Maybe a little smaller. Hard to tell. Are they nice there? Do they have good food? Do they like orcs? Do they like goblins? Yeah, I know I'm going not to going to sell you up the river, but you know maybe no bravado, no. Have you ever played a show there? A few Did times. They pay you a lot. I pay decent. Do you sleep with a lot of people here? Do they not like you here? Rush, do you have enemies here? It's a quite invasive questions. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just excited. You know, sometimes it's better to keep the mystery. Barry, what about you? What, what Do about? Do they like Tardos here? What? Do they like Tardos? Oh uh, yeah, they're kind of they're pretty rare, but uh, but yeah, Ricky. Uh, before I met him, I knew about him. Uh, he's got a reputation. He's got a. He's. What's know, his reputation? Oh, it's about fifty-fifty. You know, uh, fifty people like me, fifty people love me. There are only a hundred people in Brinshen here. No, oh. it's just the number of people that love me and like me. Everyone else is indifferent. Do you have any family in this uh, Brinshen, dear? Yeah, my uh, my folks live here, and uh, yeah, my grandpappy uh, Elderberry's still here. Of, of course. <laughs> your your grandfather's named Elderberry. Yeah. Very good, Barry. Yeah, Elderberry and Nan, uh, banana. Mm-hmm. Uh, giddy up, let's go. <laughs> um, this one thinks that it might be interesting to perhaps try out the uh, instant fortress, get off the path a little bit. I wanted to throw it in the middle of town this morning. That's a terrible idea. That would be destructive. I and, think it's big. I and think it like what did, and, destroy stuff. Can't be act, that big. It's tiny. Look how tiny that is. An act of war. Were you listening when she described it? I you believe like a it's huge. at the top of the hill. You roll it down. It gets bigger, bigger, bigger. It's <laughs> uh, like that. It gets really big. How can something so big fit in something it's so small? It's magic. It's Gramsci. It's something. It's the magic. Uh, hey, you liking what are we doing? We're getting presents. This one recommends we travel until near evening when it starts to get cold again, get off the path and use the instant fortress just to see our new digs. We might make it there, but if you want to rest, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Can we make it there? I think so, on Chocobos. Yeah, on Chocobos, it's uh, four hours. (laughs) Four hours. Oh, shit, okay, never mind then, never mind. I thought it was going to be a two-day journey. Never mind. We should do it before getting into town. I want to see it. Yeah, that does intrigue me the more you talk about it. I think it's a big thing. It's like a spectacle. I think we should be careful with that. So we're going to do a detour to just test this out. No, maybe. Let's do a detour to check it out. We're going to do a detour to test out our instant Maybe find some, like, trees that might (laughs) sort of block it a little bit if it's not too far off the path. Do we all have to hold it yeah, to come up? Uh, so, it's a, it's as, you're, as you're traveling along the east way, um, you do see uh, the forest, which you would know if you went dead south through the forest, you would actually be in Goodmead. So the east way is on the north side of this massive forest that is oh. north of... Well, let's go a little bit that way. Yep, so there's a big, big-ass big forest. The biggest forest that you have seen in this anywhere in this area. Sick. Should uh, we hold it all together to come up with the word? Me. You all, at least, be careful. We know there's winter wolves in this area. Keep your eye out. At least one more, maybe more. When's the word? Does it have to be one word, or can it be a phrase? Uh, I believe it's command word. Command word. Okay. I vote for Rumspringer. Great word, Rumspringer. <laughs> I vote for wine. Well. That seems like a word that's said quite often by other people. Hmm. Rumspringer is a little bit more of a, a rare word. Yeah, I think. Uh, say it? What is it? Rumspringer. Rumspringer. What does it mean? Yeah, what is that? The time when word, people God. go to party away from their families. Yes. Rum. Springer. Springer. Rumspringer. Rumspringer. Good enough. Rumspringer. Uh. Well, maybe you hold it then, Ricky. Here you go. You sure we want to settle on this one? What about, like, boot? 
Again, others will say the word boot. It's just so easy to say. Right. That's the problem. They want the opposite of easy. Well, opposite! Say opposite! Oh, Rumspringer, though. Rumspringer. Give it a whirl, Ricky. I will throw the fortress and say Rumspringer. Yes, as it's sitting on the ground, you see it activate to life. Um, it rapidly grows in this fortress. This thing almost pops into existence. It almost looks like um, when skin transforms. It happens quickly. So out of this cube, a twenty-foot, uh, thirty-foot high tower appears of stone, of adamantine. Oh, oh shit! Ooh. I forgot about that. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> and it is twenty feet on each side. Uh, in front of you, you see a small door on the side facing you. And it only opens at your commands. Let's go inside. Let's go inside. You guys are right. Detour is a good idea. All right. Lead the way. Open door. Yep. It opens for you. Oh, my God. This is fancy. So you enter. Yeah. And the first floor, uh, everywhere inside this tower, uh, they're... So it's a long, it's like almost like an obelisk. So it goes straight up to your front door, and you have one large tower. So it's a big rectangle. It's kind of like a, I'm trying to say like a... It's like a guard post. Yeah, yeah. Like a lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. So it just kind of goes straight up, right? Yes. Okay. So inside, you have a rectangular room. Uh, every wall has arrow slits in it, so it's very defensible. Uh, and there's a ladder going to the second floor, which is basically your battlements. And then there's also a letter that goes up to the trap door, which allows you onto roof access. Badass. Are there is there there's not like a fireplace or tables or any like that kind of shit? Is there sleeping quarters? There is what you would call like basic amenities. Like okay. there would be something built in itself that would say it would suggest like. You could put down a bedroll in this spot and it'll hold it there in could place. We, could or we, there's a spot that you could build a fire. So okay. Shitty so, barracks. So we could maybe like upgrade it a little bit, make it a little bit more homey. Would it? I don't know if I'm asking the right question or if we just have to experiment with that. Actually, yeah, that's what I'll experiment with. At some point, I want to run outside and grab like a stick or a rock or some snow or something and leave it in it and see what happens when it, we collapse it. Let's put a painting on the on a wall and see what happens. When do you have a painting? No, just saying we should do Yeah, that. I got a little bit of ink. Uh, you want me to scribe something on the wall real quick, see if it sticks once this thing uh, goes little? Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens and see what this thing is capable of. I'm just going to write... Do we need to rest here for any reason? No, none whatsoever. We're making a detour to try this out. It looks great. All right, so uh, you, at one point you grab a stick and a rock. We'll say you put those in there. Uh, you're just writing directly on the wall. Yeah, I was just going to try to write on the wall. I'm just going to write, home sweet home. All just right. Write that on the wall. So now you guys exit, and you, you know, it basically just shuts down at your command as well. And so you see it once again, compact down into a cube. The rock and stick are forced out of the area, but you don't know what happens to the writing. The writing, okay. can't see the wall. So it's forced out of it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Can't hold anything. That's fair. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Mm-hmm. 
we got my bag and we can hold all the stuff we need. We'll just go camping in a really warm place, really. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's really nice. Secure place, yes. I wonder what they're going to do with the cauldron that we gave it to them. This one doesn't want to think too hard about that. Me neither, right? It feels weird, right? Yes, I don't want to think about it okay, either. Okay, okay, I think we should list... If it comes back to haunt us later, we'll just go murder them. Yes, Rex, uh, how, how do you feel about the height of that thing? You think uh, we ever get into some bad news? Could you fire some arrows from the top of that thing? Of course, I'm quite a accomplished bowman. Yeah, something to consider. If we ever uh, encounter anything we need some real height on, we could use that, uh, that, you know, I don't know. This one has a very, unfortunately, selfish request. What? It seems that we're very close to Goodmead. You want us to go through the forest to go to Goodmead? Just to stop through. Oh, why? So I can check, so this one can check in on things. Yeah. It's another like eight hours to our trip. That's fine. Minimum. He's got a responsibility now. I think it's good for us to nurture that. I'm fine going. I can send messages for you. We can go. We can go. Just like I said earlier, there's still those fucking winter wolves. And if you want to go from here to there, it's off the path. So, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we can go to check on good news. This kid is suggesting that there's a risk that we might be attacked by some kind of creature, known or unknown, on the way to good mead through this woods. Are you willing to accept that risk, Grim? This one feels as though the path leads that way, and if there is any risk, this one will do the best to dissuade any sort of harm that might come upon you, the path walkers. You know what I'm capable of, and your wounds should not be a worry for you. I've seen it. We've all felt it. Let's walk that path to good mood. Well, with you, Grim, speak of good mood, as long as Thrax and Barry are in agreement. I will come. Yeah, I'm fine going up. I think we kicked the snout out of most things we see now. I'm feeling real good after that hag fight. Right, after our detour with this instant fortress, we shall head through the woods, this time, on our Axbeak mounts, to good meat. fans of Rare Ed Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe. Gain access to the Rare Ed Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Rare Ed crew. Talk Post funny us. pictures. Pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Movies. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RareEdStudios.com. Merch, merch, merch. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. So you then decide to begin your path south through the forest off the east way, uh, going down towards Goodmead. The travel through the forest at this point uh, from the east way into Goodmead is about seven to eight miles through forest. And uh, yeah, it's unfamiliar territory to all of you. Skittle in the front, groveling along the way. God damn, Pat leads his way. Ever been here before, trudging through snow. 
All right, this way. We got some time to go. You see that the axe beaks are struggling to move through the woods. Great. I'll hop off my axe beak, and um, as the pilgrim goes forward, um, (coughs) he's going to... He's going to mark the paths um, that we're walking along along the way. So, like, take out the quarterstaff and try to, like, you know, like, carve into a tree really quickly. And just that way, if we ever take this path again, maybe it'll be familiar to us. But I guess, um, yeah, he'll hop off the axe beak and lead it by its, uh, they have reins, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Anyone know what these things eat? I think they like meat. They like a lot of stuff. I don't know. Mm, all right. Yeah, you're all following suit, typing off the axe beaks, walking them. Fuck yeah, damn it. All right, you're getting, you begin heading south into the forest. Damn it. What if something eats these? It's going to, but let's go. You are surrounded by multiple conifers, etc., uh, basically covered in snow. Um, is there a snow going, or is it pretty like still? Or is there snow coming down? It was windier, but now that you're inside of a the wooded area, uh, the wind's kind of calmed down. It's getting mostly caught up by the trees surrounding you. You head south. Um, you everything looks fairly similar. Uh, it's a very large forest, probably the mm, second largest in uh, ten towns. Your trip south, uh, you keep moving around trees. There's no real pass. You are moving slowly. And um, it is very di- like it's getting harder to see because it is thicker trees, and since there is no real sunlight, it is fairly dark in these woods. You continue unabated for the most part. Um, you hear rustles, etc. You'll you know see some sort of forest creatures here and there. I'm I'm gonna uh, cast light uh, just on, on the top of my shell, just to add to, to a little bit of light. Yeah, so you have a nice glowing area around yeah. you now. Uh-huh. God damn. Path through the woods. God damn it. There's hardly a path here. Still going south. We're still going south. Let's go. Yeah, trust the traveler's path. He knows what he's doing. You feel like you've been walking for quite some time. Um, it is cold, the snow is a bit deep, but you do have snowshoes, and you do get the feeling that something is watching you. Mm. Uh, I will have everyone roll a perception check. Something feels off here. Four. Twenty total. Eighteen. Eight. Dirty 20. You don't quite notice anything. Mm, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's okay. With the axe beaks in the middle. Yeah, that's a good idea. Gather up the axe beaks in the middle, kind of between us, so they don't get sniped. Absolutely. And continue heading south. Heading south, um, sensory-wise, at this point, since you've been traveling for quite some time, probably about two and a half hours at this point, um, you start to realize that you might be 
You can see a, almost a familiar formation. And there is probably the backside of the caverns that you had been in, uh, where you took the cursed items from, etc. And you can see that fairly off in the distance, but through most of the trees. Getting close. Once we get to that spot, it'll just be a little bit longer. Should we head to that spot? No. So we have some familiar sense of where we're at. What, what the Dorogal over there? No, no, no. We dusted him. Not all of them. No, that's it. The you'll think about the encampment up north. This is where the, the large creature was, the one that was giant-like, and, and the orcish companion, I believe. Where we got the mead from. Yes. And the pearl and the wand. You might have upset some ancient some, spirits. And some undead giant creature, yes, or different? No, no, a different thing. Yeah, so like... A, a, what, what is it called? A, a verbeeg? Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, Pilgrim will open up the um, journal of Dritzdord and, and to a certain page and, and show it and say, Verbig, yeah, that's what was there. Let's not remember this. Yeah, I think getting there, getting a vantage point can't hurt things. Yeah, we'll head towards that and then um, just to give us a sense of familiarity like you were saying. Absolutely. You close the book and put it away. However, next you don't notice these things coming at you. Five spears are launched from the woods and thrown at your party, one targeting each of you. Mm. You can roll for initiative now, and then I'll do the surprise round. All right. <coughs> All right, the spears fly out and target each of you. We'll start in an order. Barry, uh, you, can you beat a 17? Is that your AC? Uh, 17 is my AC. Okay, so it hits. Uh, out of the corner of my eye, I unless uh, I can't cast a reaction as a surprise attack. It's your call as a DM. But, uh, so but probably not. Yeah, okay. You have no idea. This absolutely. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Cool. Absolutely hits. Uh, cool. And then, uh, let's see, Thrax, that is a 21 to hit you. Yeah, that hits. As a 19 to hit Skid. Hits. Is a 12 to hit Pilgrim. That hits. Oh, God, and a 18 to hit Ricky Steele. Hits. Oh, okay. DM, are, you, are our Yoon stones active right now? Yeah, I'd assume so. Okay. I don't know if we ever activated I activated mine. Oh, you yeah. said earlier that yeah, it's, it, it's assumed that they're going. Yeah. Okay. But they're going to get destroyed at some point. All right. So each of you will take 17 damage Ooh. as these spears hit into you. Stepping out of the woods, you see two ogres and three verbig. One of them is just dressed a little bit differently. Uh, this one has more animal pelts on it. Um, she is carrying only a few spears and, uh, and a, basically a staff as well. And she yells, This is for Doog! You killed him! Oh, yeah. Well, this is coming sooner or later. Might as well take this on the chin now. Run! Run? Rash. Uh, so now it's the Verbigs and Ogre's turns. Oh, they rolled high initiative. So I just rolled the same thing I did last time. So another round of spears come at you all. Okay. Barry, that is a 26 to hit. Yeah, there's no shielding that. I absolutely take that. You, uh, you, oh. We do have reactions now. Uh -huh. Right, but he's yeah. saying there's, there's no oh, way. Even with shield. Dex, that's 16 to hit you. It doesn't hit. Skid, that's 15 to hit you. That's my new AC. Here's my dex bump. So does it hit you? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> Pilgrim, a 21 to hit you, and a 26 to hit Ricky. All right. I get silvery barbs. Not today. Is, is that to yourself? Yes. <clears throat> that is a 15 to hit. Yes, that misses. Nice. So everyone who got hit takes another 17 damage. Ooh. Cool. And it's now your turns. Who's up first? Uh, up first. Sorry, my apologies. Thrax is up first. <laughs> uh, I guess since they're far away, I'll pull out a bow and uh, launch some arrows towards uh, the first one I can see. Or maybe the, the big one that yelled at us. Yeah, so there's three Verbi. Three of them are quite big. And there's two Ogres. Okay. No, I'll go for the ones in the front. We'll go for... Boom, boom. 27 and a 24 to hit. 27 and 24, and you're attacking the Ogre closest? Uh, I'm going to attack the two closest creatures to us, yeah. Okay, so then you're going to attack each one once? Yes. They both hit. All right. Then they take... One takes five damage, the other takes ten damage. Okay, cool. And then the one that I hit with five damage, I am going to mark. So if you can just put a little marking on that one. You got it. And that's your turn? Yep. Next up, Ricky Steel. All right. I step five feet forward. At a point I choose within range. I will cast Shatter, targeting the three creatures closest to us within a presumably 10-foot cube. Absolutely. They all need to make constitution saving throws. That is a 14, a 7, and a 22. A 22 saves. The two that didn't save take 17 damage. What'd you do? I catch Shatter. Oh. They take 17 damage as an audible thunderclap appears within range. No, it doesn't appear. It just sounds within range. Shakes the air around them. The one that saves takes half of 17. Brings up right. How far is it? 300 feet? It, you can hear it for 300 feet. Yeah, that's it. After that five foot movement forward, I will go and hide behind a tree like a coward. Yeah, no, that's not cowardly. That's a smart move. Okay, so yeah, you're behind a tree. You'll call that full cover. Next up, Barry. All right, uh, Barry immediately sees that. What it, can you repeat what he or she looked like? It was like almost so there's mage. three Verbi. Three yeah, Verbi. She looks like more Druidic, uh-huh. I would say, uh-huh. with the, with the um, animal loins and etc. all over. Absolutely. Um, and you can tell that she is a Verbig, and as well are the two other ones, the uh-huh. two larger ones. And then there's two ogres in the front. Two ogres in the front. And distance-wise, how far is she? Is she, is she in the back of all of them? Uh, she is furthest in the back. So and she is about 85, 90 feet away from me. Wow, okay. Okay, great. Um, yeah, I will... Uh, uh, Barry will just uh, run completely charging up to the ogres and while doing that uh, kind of traces a, sig- a sigil in the air that, of like teal that cuts through the air and while he does his form transforms into uh, four turtles that all seem identical and runs up to the ogres trying to kind of surround uh, the one that has already been attacked as much as possible. Surround the ogres? Yeah. Uh, that required you 60 feet. Okay, 60. So then I will run as fast as I can towards them and then um, uh, use my bonus action to teleport out of existence and then 
right around them, all four of them, as a bonus action. As so with we're up to the closest one? Yes, with Misty Step. Okay. Yep. Next up is... It's good. Fuck. I'm going up onto them. Um... cast something from the ground and try to disturb the area around them, but seeing Barry get up close, he'll say fuck and start growling. Growling and pull out uh, um, some fur from a from a wolf and cast uh, conjure animals. And instead of the wolf, he will think about a giant spider and one dire wolf. And they will summon next to me. And as a bonus action, I will uh, Use my wild shape or my mm-hmm. wild shape to turn into a dire wolf myself. And we all take our movement to put ourselves in between the rest of the group and the enemies. Well, since it only has 12% chance, I rolled an 89. You don't actually turn into a dire wolf, you turn into a winter wolf. Sick! <sighs> Monstrosity version? That's right. <gasps> Watch out, Ogre. Sick. So, so Winter Wolves, as you recall. And he's wide, he's taller, and meaner looking. Middle of glow, uh, oh, a, like blonde glow with Without. his hair standing upwards a little bit, TJ. Yeah. Eyes are glowing. His no. eyes are going blue, and there's blue essence coming off of him. So for the Winter Wolf, it's uh, AC 13. I got the stack up. You already got it? Good. Yeah. And you have all the abilities such as the cold, cold breath, Cold breath. Ah! Ooh. And then he'll just, you know, growl and yeah. yeah, we moved uh, 50 feet up. Um, and the Dire Wolf moved uh, and the Spider moved 30. So me and my wolf companion get next to... Um, Barry, and the spider is about 30 feet up, so 20 feet behind us. Okay. But no actions or attacks, can't do that. Yeah, so you get up there, you get up to, uh, not quite the one that Barry's at, because when we were standing, it was a little too far, but you can't get up to the other one of the ogres. Yeah, we'd want to engage different ones. Okay, yeah, then that's it. Cool. Uh, DM2, I wanted to let you know, I don't think I can do Missy Step and Mirror Image in the same turn. Mirror I was image, curious about yeah, that. Yeah, being an action, I just thought about that. And I'm like, cantrip, bonus action, yes, yes. but not action. I'll so pull you back so yeah, energy. pull me back. I, I did not cast, uh, I just cast Mirror Image and ran up. Yeah. yeah. If, if possible. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, Getting in the range changed everything. Yeah, sorry about that. Now you're fine. Corrupting Earth this turn. Good luck, buddy. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. You went up. Cool. Um, then I'm hey, going to run past, uh, uh, right past um, Thrax, um, touch on the back, and with my action, cast resistance and give him the ability for um, ability checks and draw the path on the back of his his uh, armor. And then uh, can I see uh, Barry yeah. from where I'm at right now? Totally. Okay. Then I'm gonna cast Healing Word at second level on Barry. Ooh, yes. Huge. 
get 12 HP back. Oh, beauty. Huge. And I'm going oh my to position God. myself behind a tree. Yes. Trying to take full cover. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah, you can take full cover. And pass turn. Pass turn is uh, top of the lineup then. The very big. <clears throat> Winter Wolf is howling, by the way. The one ogre will prepare to move forward and engage uh, Barry. And he pulls out uh, his giant mace and he will attack you. And by mace, I mean this is a great club. It's a big, it's shittily made. Absolutely. That is a 21 to hit. Cool. It absolutely hits, but it hits one of my uh, hallucinated forms. But that absolutely breaks the AC, and uh, I imagine your amount of damage will destroy it. Uh, 13. Yes, absolutely. So the uh, the hallucinated uh, form of Barry just disappears as, as the ogre smashes into the ground. Okay. So now there's only two of me. Uh, the other ogre will step forward and engage Skid. That is a 16 hit. Hit. And so that will also be, uh, uh, sorry, 13 damage. The Great Club as it swings through. <laughs> then the two Verbi will then move up to engage. One will move up to Barry. And one will move up to Skid. And they'll both make attacks. Yeah, right here. Come on. With uh, right in the kisser. spears. They also use spears as melee weapons as well. So first one against Barry. Mm -hmm. There's a 18 for the first, or sorry, a 20, 24 for the first attack. Yeah, absolutely hits, but also hits uh, another illusion of mine. Just, just completely destroys right. it. Nice. Pass out of place. These creatures are looking around confusedly, uh, but then the next roll is a crit 20 on oh. the second attack against you. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I'll roll, see if this gets it. I, uh, in order for uh, the last one, I have to roll an 11 or higher if there's only one duplicate, so. Come on. Oh, only a seven. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so, so you take uh, 24 damage. Uh, and what was the to hit? What was the to hit? It was a crit 20. Oh, crit 20. Um, so would sh DM, would shield work on that or no? Uh, like, like my, so, so my, you, my AC is... beat a 26. Six, oh yeah, I can't beat that. Absolutely, so it just hits raw damage. Yes. So how much damage? I'm sorry. 24. 24. 24. Good God. Are you still up? No. Okay, down. Yeah. You're good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So with that, uh, you can describe what it is, but Barry certainly gets yeah, knocked so, out. Uh, the enemies walk up, the ogre smashes into the ground, a puff of smoke pot happens, and one of you disappears. Everybody then sees this, runs up, and tries stabbing at another one. And another one disappears, and then finally he stabs, and right in your gut, just get impaled by this long spear. And you see a sickening smile, and he's like, ooh, I found the right one. Yeah. You slumped to the ground, unconscious. Exactly. There's just like, there's a rumble as this, like, almost 500 pounds just, like, topples on the ground like a boulder. Finally, the Verbing Marauder, uh, sorry, the Verbing in the back, the long strider, actually. You see her start waving her staff in the air. And above Skid and um, Skid and Barry in a in a circle, uh, all of a sudden you can't hear anything, and silence has been cast over the whole area. Fuck. This area is silenced. All right, next. Dex, you up? Thrax will uh, run up 
40 feet, so I'm gonna use my adrenaline rush to run right up here. We're in between uh, Barry's lifeless body and the ogre. Lifeless? He's just KO'd. KO'd body (laughs) and body uh, the other ogre uh, in front of him, and I pull out the battle axe, and I will take two swipes, one at each of them. You're taking the ogre and the marauder? Yeah. Or the, sorry, Ruby? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is a 24 and a 15. Uh, they both hit. Yes. All right. <laughs> it's uh, 11, or 11 damage and 10 damage. Okay, cool. And then the ogre that you stab, or the yeah, the ogre that you stab is looking pretty fucked up. Okay, uh, I'll mark one of the. I'm. Uh, no, you already marked the ogre. Okay, I, I have to do it every time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll mark one of them, but uh, I'm actually not going to do it th- this turn. So I'm going to action surge. So my hair starts to glow uh, blonde. No. <laughs> But I, I will get, <laughs> and I, as I swing and I see him almost going down, I enter more attacks and I go. So that's a 13 and a 15 on that one. Uh, they both hit. Nice. Okay. And that is seven damage and then five damage. Seven damage and five damage? Mm-hmm. All right. And that's your end turn? That's everything, yes. Okay, you got it. Um, and one is marked. Whoever is less up. Yeah. Or, I mean, what more HP. Yeah, the one I'm, the one that you were marked. The one has more? Yes, I'm marking the one. I'm just swinging left, right, left, right. Yeah, okay. So, and you marked the Verbeek. The Verbeek looks visually okay. better. Rick Steele, you're up. Is it, Thax has been slashing away. I have not been able to hear anything, correct? Uh, no, silence is... Oh, yeah, you can't hear from their area, yes. Yes, interesting. Also not good for me. Yeah, I can't cast Shatter, right? I can't cast almost any of my spells. Well, you could cast, you them, cast them as outside. long as it's not sound-based. It goes in there. You could cast them because you can still speak. Yes, I know. I'm just saying, some of them have very specific text that require me to, a creature to hear my words. Right. I step out from behind the tree. I think they could hear your words, right? They can't hear anything. They're in a bubble, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're in a bubble. silent bubble. It doesn't travel into it. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I whisper, Ex mortis. Unfortunately for the DM, healing word does not require a creature to hear me, just requires me to see it. I heal word Barry at second level. Sick. You regain eight points of health. Yes, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Unfortunately, I cannot bother conspire anyone right now, so I will move a little bit forward behind another tree. <laughs> you could me. I bother conspire the Grim. I'm say Grim, get this shit done, and I and I run off and hide behind another tree. Four D six. It is a D. We're fifth level. It's a D eight now. Wow. You have one D eight to add to an attack roll. A healing spell or a damage spell? A healing spell? <laughs> yes. Wowie zowie. I have magic inspiration, as noted in Tasha's guide to some shit. <laughs> All right, Rick Steele. Your turn is over, yes? Yes. Barry, you are up. Shit. Uh, so with that... Uh, oh. Thank you, Ricky. Uh, he does not hear you. 
Yeah. In fact, you I, can't even hear yourself say it. Yeah. So as I get up, I notice I cannot speak at all, and um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to attempt to. I, th- I think with my arcanic uh, knowledge, I, I'd realize there's something. I'm in some kind of void. You know this is yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm going to try to uh, get lucky, and I'm going to run in the direction of like uh, Ricky just a little bit, maybe 10, 15 feet uh, uh, right. northeast. Uh, Over will opportunity attack you first. Absolutely. That is a 12. Is he a 12 misses. Feet me? Mm-hmm. Would I be able to take a reaction sentinel attack? To do what? Reaction sentinel attack? Sentinel attack? Yeah. The wind wolf will just bite out at him. And, uh, 14 to hit. 14 does hit. Fucking double ones. Uh, six piercing damage. Six right. damage? That's right. cool. uh, but it does make a strength saving throw. Or is knocked prone. 14. 14. That fails. So the ogre falls down on his butt. Nice. Falls over. <sighs> as you bite him in the back of the leg, loses balance, falls over. And so that was six damage? Yeah. Excellent. Double one. Great though. Alrighty. Excellent. Uh, skid, uh, uh, that's uh, that was your reaction, right? Yes. Okay. Cool. So, so I move. I, so I'm I, moving yet because the Verbig is not going to attack. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh huh. First attack is going to be a 16 hit. A 16 misses. 16 misses. Can only take one attack in a reaction, or does it get both? Uh, next is a 22 to hit. Yeah, 22 gets me. Uh, so we'll do. Uh, what is it? 17 damage. Yeah, I'm down again. So as you try to escape, the enemies do not let you, and you fall back to the ground unconscious. Definitely, like unconscious. All right. Next up, Skid. Fuck. Um. So the giant spider will climb um, about 15 feet up this tree, and then he will attempt to web this, um, the most north ogre who is attacking... Uh, Barry as he fled. You got it. Uh, uh, not Nat, but 20 to hit. Hits. So you are restrained. That one is restrained. It can use an action for a DC 12 strength to break free. Did it shut stinky web? Um, yeah, it's Ooh, stinky. It's gross. It's slick. It's disgusting. He pins him up against a tree. Is it teal? And yep. then um, the dire wolf will attack the one next to the winter wolf and it and get pack tactics on it. Um, Are you attacking the other Verbig, the ogre that was attacking... The ogre that is attacking Thrag, or that was attacking Barry. You got it. The one in the middle of the road. Uh, 25 to hit. Yeah. And you roll the bench because it's not prone. Yeah, and it's packed tactics. Oh my god, double ones again. Six piercing damage. Okay. And it has to make a DC uh, 12 strength saving throw. Or 13, I should say. 13. That is a crit miss. So it's still dead on the ground. Oh, this was should have been a different one. Oh, different. You said that one attacking Barry. That was the one attacking Barry. Oh, well, two of them attacked him. Only oh. one ogre, one Verbig. Okay. Uh, I guess I was. Either way, um, and it's six damage. And then the Winter Wolf that I'm a part of will circle around to the east a little bit. Uh, bonus action to disengage because he's a goblin technically, and then use his breath to attack heading west, which should get hopefully just these two. What kind of breath? Like cold breath? It's cold breath. So yeah. like in an angle that you're not facing Thrax anymore? Correct. Okay. Um, and that is... Would be a dirty 20 to hit. 
Okay, would hit them both. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a it's a deck save. DC oh, deck 12. Save. Sorry, there's a 12? lot going on. I apologize for all this turn. Quite all right. Jeez. The Ruby gets a 22. The Ogre gets a 4. Uh, okay, they both save. One takes half. One takes full. A 4 saves? <laughs> no, the other one took a... There was a 4 and a what? Well, a 22 and a 4. Yeah, one, one fails, one saves. Oh, I think you said both save. Sorry, no. sorry. I was like four. Like, what's your what's the save on that? Uh, Twenty-two go damage and eleven if they fail, if they succeed. Okay. And fucking the that. um. What did you say? How many times? Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, describe your kill on the ogre. Just literally, kind of feral looking with blue stretched eyes and larger than normal. Swings around in a one eighty pattern and and haunt gets his head down and blasts his cold breath and just freezes it. And as it falls, it breaks apart nice. And then the dire, the winter wolf will continue to kind of rotate until Barry's unconscious body is kind of beneath it. And he's just snarling the whole time, <sighs> kind of trying to defend him. Very good. Excellent. Press turn. Press turn. Next up, Pilgrim. All right. Pilgrim is popping out uh, from behind the tree and is going to cast uh, Healing Word at second level towards Barry. You can add my D8 if you'd like. I'd love to. I'm definitely going to do Sick. that. All right, you get healed for um, 15 plus 6, so 21. One. Holy shit. Holy crap, that is, that is a beefy heal. And Pilgrim's going to run across the tree line, um, back behind the trees, kind of like where the action's happening. It's the closest tree to where the action's happening, but still trying to take full cover. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so like not quite joining the action, but close enough uh, after yeah, casting that up, healing word. Moving up behind trees. Yep. Absolutely. And I'll pass turn. All right, back to the, back to the enemies. <clears throat> one of them is restrained and one of them is prone. Yes. Uh, the restrained one can it attack within five feet. If there's still creatures within five feet. Uh, the restrained condition. I'm not sure. Okay. Restrained. Speed becomes zero. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So let's try and attack Barry, who is frustrated that is not dying in front of him. <laughs> Keeps popping up from these, like, golden, like, like oh, God. lights kind of bringing them back up. So that is a 16 hit on the first one. Uh, 16 misses. And that is an 18 hit on the second. 18 hits. Okay, that is uh, 17 damage. I can't cast shield, it's verbal. I'm in silence. What were you saying? So you take 17 damage? 17 damage. 17, I'm still up. Oh my god. Back to the big heel. Oh my god. Uh, the <laughs> other ogre will stand up. See his Tank ver- wizard, baby. See his yeah. ver- big brother. And yellow. And he will also attack you. Yeah, right here, buddy. Do it. I'm, I'm the one. Nothing comes out of your mouth, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. That yeah. is a 24 to hit. Oh, that absolutely hits. And you take uh, 13 damage. Oh, my God. I'm down again. God damn it. I'll take a set and I'll attack at it. Yeah, it's a 25. Devil hits? Fucking 6 and 5 this time. Excellent. Um, 14. 15 piercing damage. And a DC 14 strength save. That is a 15. Save. <laughs> the Verbig in the back 
The one verbi will then throw a spear at the giant winter wolf. <laughs> I am going to give it disadvantage on this attack roll cool. as part of my unwavering mark. Cool. Thanks, thanks, Thrax. All right. So much going Oof. on. This is insane. Yeah. 18 and 19 rolled, so that's a 24 to hit. Hit. That's fine. That is 17 damage from the spear. That's fine. And it smashes into you. And then she will begin moving forward. To join the fray. Next is Thrax. Uh... I, I may have been confused. Were there two of these verbi <coughs> things then? So there's two verbigs okay. that are wielding spears and stabbing. There's sure. the verbi caster, and yeah. there are two ogres. Okay. There's now only one ogre, though, because one is dead. Gotcha. So single ogre, two verbigs, and the yes. caster. One, one, verbig, to... one verbig looks slightly damaged, one looks barely damaged, and the other ogre looks pretty fucked up. Oh. The verbig that I had marked that I had hit before, I'm going to attack Very good right now. And I'm using a bonus action to attack it as a special part of my unwavering mark since it did damage. And you throw advantage because it's restrained. Oh shit. Fuck yes. Uh, oh, then that may have. I may have been confused in that one and didn't get the disadvantage on the attack. Hmm? Uh, I'll just, I'll just swing once at it. Uh, uh, 19 to hit it. 19 hits? Yeah, 19 hits. For seven slashing damage. You got it. And then I will attack it again. And I, I believe that's a 12 to hit. Uh, 12 misses. I miss on that one attack. Wait, yeah. do, you, do you still have advantage? Or? Oh, yeah, that's right. My bad, my bad. Yes, I do. He's all nice. wrapped up in a, a dirty 20 to hit. Kami Kami web. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, 20 does it. And then I will deal. Seven more slashing damage. Six. Seven more slashing damage. Cool. Excellent. It looks like it's getting pretty hurt. It looks like it's getting pretty frustrated being in the web. And that is all that I do. All right. Next turn is Barry. Excellent. Oh, death roll time. Don't know his rookie steal. Sorry. Ooh. Damn it. <laughs> Get ahead of yourself. Because guess what, brother? Because guess what? I look at Barry continuing to get up. She's a rag doll. And ragdolling around the battlefield. <laughs> Standing up and just people slapping him in the Beating face. Beating his shell yeah. and falling. <laughs> you get knocked down, but you get up again. And you're never going to keep you down, Barry. Parker. The strongest warrior among us. I cast Healing Word at second level. God damn it. <laughs> Barry, Dual that's not a good. Mages. That's not a good number. It's seven hit points back to you, but that's my bonus action. Oh, perfect. And I rush forward. Ricky Steele is going to take a piece of the action this time. I've got the movement speed. Oh, now speed that people it. are bloody, get some opportunistic <laughs> stabbings in. I would like to use my action to attack the verbig in front of me, the one that's restrained by the web. The one that's uh, caught up in the web. Yes. So that's the northernmost verbig. Yes. Absolutely. As advantage on this roll. Alright, that's probably good. Oh no, that's not good. It's a 12 to hit. 12 misses. I'm sorry, team. <laughs> As I say this, you can't hear anything. Alright, Barry. You're up. Excellent. Alright. And uh, I currently have two on me right now. Verbeek and... 
Ogre? Uh, yes, you have the uh, Verbig and the one Ogre. And the Ogre on me, cool. Fucking A. Run again. I don't know about <laughs> running again. <laughs> Slap him. Yeah. Hide in your shell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not very style. Uh, yeah, who looks more injured, the Ogre or the Verbeek? The Ogre. Yeah. Ogre, I'll uh, make a look for his uh, for his package and t- try to take a fucking slap at his testicles. Just fucking yeah, slap yeah. him in the fucking soft area. Absolutely. Oh, but it was poor as hell. <laughs> it was only a, like 13. 13 hits. Oh, Ooh. sick. All right. Beauty. Oh, not bad either. That's a uh, eight eight physical damage. Slashing, right. slashing or bludgeoning, whatever. Yeah, the fuck it doesn't it look like it like that very much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down here, motherfucker. Ah. Nothing it's, comes out. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just dead silence. Yeah. <laughs> nothing comes out. Yeah. Yeah, pass. I can't cast. Uh, it's good. We'll see if the giant spider <laughs> regains his web with the recharge. He does not. We'll see if the winter wolf regains his uh, cold breath. He does. Pretty fucking cool. Um... The giant spider will jump to the ground from his tree and attack the Verbeeg uh, druid spellcaster with oh, a good. bite. Very good. Yes, please. He'll just nosh on it. Disrupt uh, this fucking silence. 16 to hit. 16 misses. Whew, that is not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. And then the dire wolf will go up and attack that same thing. Yes. Uh, the druid. And it has pack tactics because the spider's right next to it. 18 to hit. Yes. 18 does it. Good rose. Uh, 13 piercing damage. 13? Yes. New concentration save. Sick. That is uh, 20. Not dirt. Not net. Cool. Uh, DC 13 strength save or be not prone. Uh, That's a 14. And then the winter wolf will charge at it. All three of the the two of the beasts and the winter wolf will attack the druid. Pack tactics. That's eighteen. Eighteen hits. Rolls uh, fourteen piercing damage. All right. And a DC fourteen strength saving throw. Be not proud. It's a crit twenty on the first roll, and she does fall prone though. She only rolls a twelve. So just the spider converges on her, the wolf converges on her, then the biggest winter wolf attacks in between them, just mauling, biting, scratching, yeah. till it's knocked prone, and then she's surrounded by these three large beasts. Amidst growls, quiet growls in the silence area, pastime. All right. Pilgrim, you're up. Um, are there any acorns on the ground around me? Pine cones, probably. All right, I'll pick up a pine cone. Yes. And I'll uh, run past the, uh, um, into the middle of the road, and I'll chuck a pine cone behind the verbeeg, uh, the like druid verbeeg, yeah. and I will use it to cast my summon beast. Sick. Oh, sick! Nice. Um, and then I'll, after he does that, he runs right over to this other tree line because that's all I can do. However, the, uh, from that pine cone. That I'm just using as an acorn because that's mm-hmm. why I need yeah, to yeah. cast it. Um, comes out this like golden wolf uh, that's way smaller than the winter wolf, but it's right behind her. Nice. Um, and it gets to take its action immediately after me. 
So Perfect. You have, a, you have a pine cone Pokeball? <laughs> <laughs> you did this. <laughs> <laughs> this is your creation. Uh, yeah, and you swing with Venge because she's prone. Cool. And you have pack tactics because you're next to Yeah, and you have pack. Yeah, yeah yes. there's a lot of buffs going Advantage. on. Advantage. Do it. Crit 20. Yes! Let's go! Oh my god. Don't you wolf pack? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find its attack. 2d6 uh, plus 4. Okay. 2d6 plus 3. So, so 5. Four, six. 7. So 12 plus 6. So 18 damage as it just launches into her shoulder, collarbone areas. He's surrounded by three wolves and the spider, and they're all just nipping and biting at her. Is that 18 damage? Yeah. If she's the one who casted silence, mm -hmm. then she has to make a con. Say Absolutely. Right. 18 damage is the tasty one. So what? what is it, Elliot? It's uh, 10. Half the 10. Yeah. It's, it's 10 or half damage. 10 or half. Uh, that is a 14. So she keeps it up. Son of a... Pass turn. Pass turn. It's Verbeek and the Ogres and everyone. Uh, one of them's restrained, one of them's prone. Mm-hmm. The... The first we'll start off with the Vervigs that are in the fray. Um, this one keeps getting pissed off that this turtle keeps coming to life. <laughs> so it's going to continue attacking the turtle. It's yeah. furious at this. doesn't know why it's coming back to. It's uh, one of the dumber variants of Vervig. Why won't you die? That is a 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That is uh, 17 damage. That, I am down again. God damn it! <laughs> You're going to set the record, dude. Uh -huh. With no death saves yet. Yep. <laughs> And the new person that come up to also try and stab Ricky Steen. Alive. Oof. As a 20 to hit. No hit. That's 17 damage. Oof. You're still up, Ricky, right? Yes. Oof. The second Verbi, closer to Thrax, will attack Thrax. Perfect. Attack it twice. First attack is a 13. Miss. Hit it away with my battle axe. Absolutely. And second attack is a 19. Just hits. That is 17 damage. Right. I have taken almost no damage this attack. So you're okay. The turtle is just getting locked <laughs> on. As, as, as I am literally axing people in the face. I'm going to roll for this next uh, next attack here. It's going to be yes or no that the ogre that was hitting the balls attacks the turtle that hit him in the balls. Oh, baby. Oh, Let's do this. The answer is yes. So attack do it. you on the ground. That's two. That's so it has to hit you first. Oh, if it hits. Advantage. What does he hit him with? Is he attacking with a spear? Uh, a smashing club. Oh, smashing club. Trying to make some turtle stew. That is a 16 hit. 17 AC. Oh my Ooh. god. Shell's too hard, oh brother. My just god. misses you. <laughs> wow. Gee. With advantage. Comes off the edge, and you are not smashed by this ogre. <laughs> Finally, it's the very long strider. She is surrounded. surrounded. She'll stand up and just begin stabbing out with her spear. Um, she will attack the biggest wolf first. That's a 16 hit. That's 17 damage. Cool. And we'll attack again. Or uh, the same wolf? Yes. That is a 14 hit. Um, hit. 
Oh, does it? Another 17 damage. 13. The wolf looks very hurt, but is still up. Sick. Yes. And now is on to the next. Thrax, you're up. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Weathered another round. I will we should be good. I will uh, swing at the uh, the ogress or verbigus that just uh, hit me. Okay, yeah, that's the un, un, uh, unrestricted one. Yes. The so first one is a 23 to hit. Definitely hits. There we go. For nine slashing damage. Nine slashing damage. And then is the one that hit Barry Paca right next to me or only the two? Uh, just to the north of you. You have an ogre next to you and a burbie next to you. Yeah, I'll just I'm going to go for the uh, ogre again. She does have to make a constitution. Uh, for the burbie? No, for the the ten nine damage I did. You've got to beat a ten. Oh, you're not attacking that one. That one's oh, not close to you. Gotcha. Can I just attack this Verbeek again that's next to me? With a 17. Okay, that hits. Boom. That is five more slashing damage. I'll mark the Verbeek. Okay. And then I will use uh, Second Wind. Regain some HP. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Taking a deep breath. <laughs> I, uh, as the blood is coming down my chest I just wipe it on my face and lick some of it and go watch over me and uh heal up alright so yeah so you all of a sudden some of your wounds close you heal up after you smash into this uh this almost giant like creature and you start hitting him in good spots in the stomach and he's not looking great next up Rick Steele Yes, so continue to attack the. Use my action to attack the restrained verbig in front of me. Absolutely. It's a 19 or a 15. And that's. Damage. How do you do it? I do 4 plus 4. That's 8 damage. I will use a defensive flourish to add my bardic inspiration. That's another 4 damage. Sick. My AC increases to 20. And I will. Uh, I am. I dance in, flourish around, give a little go at it, uh, you know, make a make a, a fake stab, and then I will stab into the side of this very big, right near the kidneys, where I assume the kidneys would be, come back. How fruity are these moves? Oh, they're so fruity. <laughs> and then I, I spin my saber around and say, your go, but you can't hear me. Uh, <laughs> Just go. miming it. God, dude, every character of yours has to be so anime. It's <laughs> painful, brother. I love it. I'm sorry. Oh, I do too. Got any <laughs> Barry. Roll that save. Oh, shit, Barry's rolling. Christmas. No. Christmas. That's a 15. Damn it. <laughs> All right, let's get Giant Spider will see if he recharges his web. He does, but he'll just do a bite attack against the Druid Verbeek. Um, and it's a dirty 20 to hit. Uh, yeah, definitely. It is four <laughs> piercing damage. You gotta make a DC 11 constitution saving throw. DC 11. That is a 25. You take one poison damage. <laughs> Unless you are immune. <laughs> I then take the, one poison. Die wolf will attack it, just the regular one. That's a f 19 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, 10 piercing damage. DC 13 strength save would be knocked prone. Mm hmm. 16. 
And the dire wolf will kind of look around, or excuse me, the winter wolf will kind of look around. See if there's a good position. The battlefield looks very cluttered to see um, if a cone could be effective to multiple enemies. You could probably hit one without hitting another party member. Yeah, then he will just uh, attack the druid again with his maw. Uh, 24 to hit. Definitely hits. Um, great rolls. 16 piercing damage. Alright. Cut saves. Yep. Motherfucker's strong. Yep. The whole time he's just growling just outside and just. Hey, for tracks. Keep going. Maintain? Yes. The spell is still maintained. I've also been rolling to maintain summon uh, conjuring. Absolutely. Just to be sure. All right, let's get that your turn. Yes. All right, Pilgrim. All right, running across the battlefield, seeing, seeing once again, uh, <laughs> here, you know what I'm doing. He's running across <laughs> and again doing the sign of the of the paths across his own chest and sending forth this golden beam uh, at level three this time. Nice. <laughs> Trying to really get your ass up. Uh, healing word. At level three. Sixteen. Oh, beauty. Um, Huge. And the pilgrim will continue running across the uh, path and hide behind the uh, tree. I know, I'm going to do that next, yeah. I'm just finishing the pill because he technically goes after me. It's not a bonus action. Yeah. So then the wolf, the yeah. golden wolf that I summoned, is going to attack the Verbeek as well. Yep, advantage you know. Oh, I have advantage. Yeah. Crit 20 again. Yes. Oh, golden wolf. Jesus. Oh, my God. Two golden crit boy. 20s on that shit? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, that was a six and eight, so twelve, so eighteen more damage. Holy shit! He's Damn. just really getting into her clavicle. Dude, that the gold twenty, <laughs> that uh, the concentration save. Dual crit twenties, yeah. Uh, did he, oh. she failed the concentration. No, I crit twenty the concentration. Oh, save. you did. Okay. Oh, man. Jeez. All right, and I'll pass turn. Um, but I, pilgrim is behind it. Well, the golden wolf is uh right up on that verbeek. So doy. <laughs> All right, back to the verbeek and orcs now. Does but the dude these verbs and orcs are gonna kill this turtle whether it kills him or not? <laughs> I don't understand why it keeps rising from the ground. The, the I haven't I haven't ogre. technically stood up till my turn. Yeah. One's restrained still. <laughs> to be fair, true that is true. I don't standing up till my turn, yeah. but I understand that I am getting up. Yes, but uh, yeah, you are not standing, so that's advantage for me. Yeah, that also cancels out the negative cool. and positive. The verb will attack you first. That is a twenty-one to hit. Yep. Uh, 17 damage. Uh, I am out cold. <laughs> I'll uh, use my sentinel attack. Alright. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 does hit. You another, do have one pass right now and no fails. 11 you can still die. Damage. Yeah. Huh? Another 11 piercing damage. 11? Yeah. And All a right. strength saver be knocked prone. Real quick though, for our homebrew, home whatever, I forgot, house rule, when you. Get raised up. Do your saves? No, raise? no, they no not oh, to not to your rest. No, we keep all the saves. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought it was just just that gets erased. It's only no, the no, death no, throws. no. All okay. death save. So again, we've talked about this before, just so everyone knows. Like house rule and like, Jesse, we haven't talked about this, but I think we've played it this way already yeah, this campaign, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is death saves and death saves in particular stay until a long rest. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like heavy wounds. Death. Sa the successes erased. Mm -hmm. 
Success is of course. Oh, okay. Successes yeah. are a race. Yeah, yeah just death saves stay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the fourteen for the knock prone for Dex. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot I rolled that seventeen. Cool, you saved. Um, and that was just a reaction of my end. It's still up. What the Marauder? Yeah, the restrained one. The Ruby guy's still alive. How does it look? It looks fucked up. Okay. It looks very fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's taking a shit to a little damage. And the other one's barely taking any. No, the other no, they're all fucked they're up. All, they've all taken uh, good amounts of damage. Are you kidding me? There's a there's three things attacking the other one. Are you serious? It's surrounded. I thought then, the uh, druid one was. It's going to take a second attack against Ricky Steel. Yeah. It has disadvantage since it's restrained. Hit two quick it has a plus six, uh, 15 to hit. No. My AC is 20 with my Ooh, fruity nice. flourishes. Nice. <laughs> nice. So you just resistance. like pirouette they're just, away. They're just staring yeah. at the swords going. Yes. I, I, it tries to attack me. Its spear seems to come true and I pirouette to the side and I say, aha, uh -huh, but it's silence and no one can hear me. Uh, the ogre this time swings its club like a baseball bat as Ricky does his dodge move and will now swing at Ricky Steele. That's a 20. It will hit me. Is 13 damage. It will knock me out. Ooh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Ah, Ricky flourishes out of the way. Uh, does not see the ogre winding up for a baseball oh, bat-like swing. He turns his head just at the last second to see this mangled mace made of wood just crack him right you across You start the face. saying something that they can't <laughs> hear in turn just to see a baseball bat hitting you in the face. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is the other Ruby who will attack Thrax. Alright. He'll attack you twice. There is a 12 on the first roll. I, I just knock it out of the way with my axe. And the second one is a 23. That hits. That has 17 damage. Alright. How's Thrax look? I'm getting pretty low now. The surrounded druid will start stabbing at the giant wolf again in front of it. I'll attack that. Oof. It's only, it's only has 8. Nope. I'll attack you again. Uh, her spear jams in the ground and breaks in half. Hell yeah. Oh, crit one. Crit <sighs> and she looks visually scared at this point because her weapon is just broken. Uh, that is the end of the bad guy's turn, and now it's Thrax. Uh, I swing at this verbi that just swang at me. 15 to hit. Yep. That's going to be 11 damage. Absolutely. Still up? Yes, it is. 18 for another hit. 18 hits. Nine more damage. Okay. Six. I mark it again. Excellent. Still up? Yes, it is. Fuck that guy! Christ. I have swiped into him so many times. We got to upgrade our weapons, brother. <laughs> Mine is upgraded. <laughs> You have a plus one. You've had him. You've oh, hit him okay. six times. Jeez. The fucking druid's been hit a lot. The druid has been hit. But they're not looking good. We're fine. We're doing great. Sixteen times. <laughs> That's me and my crew. Sixteen. What well, couple of those were like four? That is damage. amazing. <laughs> yeah, two. <they> <laughs> uh, so thanks. That's your turn. Yes. Twelve. Ricky Steele, you're just yelling out twelve right now. Yes. Succeed. Uh, hit. Uh, what are you trying to hit? Time death for deck save. Succeed. Me making a deck save? No, 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 death save. Oh, death save? Oh, that's right. You're knocked out. Yes. Delicious. Just calling out random numbers. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
No, I should mark that down. Uh, Barry, you are. 11. Another yeah. pass on the death saves. Yeah. Pass. Skid, you are up. Uh, giant spider attacks with a bite. Only a nine to hit. Nine misses. Um, and I, to clarify, is am attracting the druid still. Yes. And the other dire wolf, um, the regular one, will attack Garo right next to the golden one. They're kind of forming a kinship. He, they're really happy about the new arrival. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty to hit. Twenty hits. Uh, nine piercing damage. Okay. And fucking the winter wolf will blast, bro. Will circle around again and get into the west position and attempt to hit the marauder and the one that is still restrained in the web at this kind of angle. You will definitely hit Barry and Ricky. Please don't do that. Uh, He will um, move to the south end and just focus on the marauder. Okay. Just the druid. Just avoiding the thing that you're all attacking. So it's this is clearly just going to hit one, then, correct? Yeah, that's that. The druid. Um, yeah, it's a it's a um, dexterity saving throw. Dex saving throw. Fuck yeah. Sixteen. Pass. Uh, you take twelve cold damage. Twelve cold damage. Yeah. The pass. Looking very fucked up. Um, and then we'll. You make a bonus action Good. to disengage, and we'll go stand over. They're kind of laying pretty close to each other, aren't they? Everyone's gotten very big pile. Yeah, we'll kind of just druid, kinda... the druid is the only person that's removed by probably about ten feet. Everyone yeah. else is just piled up in a fray. The winter wolf is literally cut to oblivion and is bleeding all over the place. Isn't as blue as it used to be, and we'll just kind of stand over Barry and Ricky growling with its head down and its front shoulders tensed and will pass turn. So you move away from the druid? I will use a bonus action to disengage as a goblin. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, next up is Pilgrim. Uh, Pilgrim will uh, run over right behind Ricky Steele, uh, avoiding all the action that everything's happening, and cast Cure Wounds at level 3. Fuck yes. God damn. <laughs> You get 21 HP. Oh! God damn. And you Deep just see the arena. wolf over you once again. And Pilgrim will circle around these other trees kind of to the back. Um, so to like, I guess it would be to the west, uh, sort of uh, behind where the, a lot of the action's happening. And hold his turn, or in his turn right there. And the golden wolf will again attack. Is she still on the ground? Do I still have advantage or not? No. She's okay. Up. So she's up. So just a straight up attack. You get, you get pack tactics. Yeah, you saw it back there. I was I was getting greedy with looking crit for another, fishing. Uh, crit fishing there, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a fourteen plus my attack, which I think is like plus two, so sixteen, 16 plus misses. five. Direwolf. Oh yeah, yeah it's a direwolf. Well, then it definitely hits. It okay, plus nineteen five. then. Two d six plus three. Cool. Thank you. Uh, seven, so ten damage. All right. Sick. She's looking very fucked up. Not looking good. All right. Um. And I'll pass turn. Sorry, I had to make a decision, Evan, between... No. I thought I'd bring up the other Dude, healer. Of course. Yeah. And go down the con save still passed? Yep. Jesus. Damn, I cannot get that silence yeah. down. Yeah, dude. That was my pass plan. Every save. I'll tell you right now, it's a plus six con save. So. Yeah. Still. I mean, you can still... It's still like... Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have not rolled before below 14. Yeah, that's mm, crazy. Makes sense. Pass turn. <laughs> I'm 
Uh, Pass turn, then it's uh, up to the Verbig and Ogres. Another strained Verbig. Once again, angry. Sees this thing come back alive in front of him. It's almost like playing whack a mole at this point. We'll now stab Rookie Steel, who is prone on the ground. You know, still cancel out my, yeah, cancel out my disadvantage. The Winter Wolf will send an attack, too. Yep. That's a uh, 12 to hit. Miss. Like he's rolling around like a worm. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> to 20 to hit from the Winter Wolf. 20 definitely hits. Seven damage. All right. <laughs> Uh, he'll attack Ricky Steel once more. <laughs> that is a 26 to hit. Oh, Matt no. will hit. Uh, that's 17 damage to Ricky Steel. You're fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The ogre that looks so fucked up but is still up because no one's been attacking it is going to now baseball swing at Ricky Steel once more on the ground. And go for a smash attack. <laughs> I've got the verb. That is yeah. not good. That's it's a crit 20. Close. Crit 20? Oh. Ooh. I'm, te am I, I'm technically in the silence area, right? Yes, you are. All right. Yeah. 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 Twenty, so that is twenty-six damage. Down again. Once alive? again, you roll all the way of this Verbig's attacks, and you roll, and your face turns up, looking at everything, and you just see once again this massive piece of wood just come <laughs> smashed on your head. <laughs> Next up is the second Verbig. Again, all these creatures look insanely fucked up. But it's gonna, they're going to fight you to death, and they'll now attack Thrax. Oof. First attack is a 21, second attack is a 22. Both hit. So that's a 17 damage for each hit. So Thrax now hits the ground. Wait. But you come back to life, because you have the one hit point ability. But the second one hits me, though, too. Oh, and then you're knocked unconscious. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's two death saves. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge. very huge. Dude, sketch. Yes. It's got real sketchy. And Should be fine. Three, three people out, right? The caster will once again attack the winter wolf. Oh, you fucking lucky bastard. Uh, she swings her cane at you, her staff. Isn't it uh, broken? No, she, she broke her spear. Now oh. she just has a staff. Uh, first attack with staff. She's obviously not used to wielding this uh, ever as a weapon. Usually just for using it for like casting and such. And she rolls a 8 to hit. Miss. Her second attack with it is only a 12. Miss by 1. Ugh. So she is struggling to fend you guys off by waving her staff. And that is the end of their turn. Thrax, you are up. Death save. Oh, Death no! Save. Thrax, 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 Thrax. 14. Boo! Not to save. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get three, three of them in a row. Uh, Ricky Steel. Eleven. Nice. Boo! Nice. <laughs> That's a fail for Barry. Yes. Not a crit one though. Nope. Skid, so, you are up. Two passes, one fail for Barry. So Skid, through this whole thing, has maintained concentration on the die roll and the giant spider, and he's in winter wolf form, very battered. Looking around, there is one. Ogre restrained, very beaten. There's a very big restrained. One ogre that's beaten to shit. The restrained very big is beaten to shit. The other very big is pretty fucked up. Take and the, the fucked up ogre. druid uh, is very fucked up. All right, so the spider will go to the most fucked up ogre. The one that's been bashing. Yeah. Baseball batting. Uh, this is just a spider bite. Ten to hit. Ten misses. Do you have advantage? It's restrained. Is it restrained? Is it restrained? 
Yeah, it's been restrained this whole time. Seven to hit. It misses. <laughs> oh, baby. The dire wolf will run over to it. 23. 23 hits. Roll advantage anyway. I already did. No. I rolled two dice. Oh. Um, 10 piercing damage. Yeah, you barely could. The Dyro runs up and fucking bites at his throat. I was going to say, it's definitely a throat kill. Yeah, <laughs> and then he gets oh, distracted yeah. and starts noshing on it. Um, So that is the one in the middle of the road, correct, DM? The, um, this is the... You said this is a strained verbi? Yes. Uh, no, that's the one to the north by Ricky Steele. The one's attacking okay, Ricky right Steele, yeah. Um, the Winter Wolf will see if he recharges his... And he does not. Um, and the Winter Wolf will attack the... I mean, next week is looking one, if that's a... The Ogre that's been baseball batting everything? Yes, if that's a prerogative. 23 to hit. Yeah. One of the definitely hits. 11 piercing damage. <laughs> Does Gravity call this one? Oh! And throw right. <laughs> Another massive throat rip. Um, and then as he's... Ripping at his throat, you just see kind of uh, uh, the hulking form um, start regaining hit points. He'll use a bonus action to heal himself. He'll use a third level spell and do 3d8 of healing to his Winter Wolf form. Uh, who does that? Uh, Winter Wolf. Skid. Do you need Skid. Uh, Do you need a vocal aspect to that? Um, no, it's part of my uh, combat wild shape. As an action, you can magically oh. assume... Um, there's a bonus you action. You can bonus action. You can expend one spell slot. That's the only prereq is expending a spell slot. Damn. That's fucking beefy. That makes sense. I found it's like an ability regenerate kind of. Oh, an eight, a seven, and a two. Wow. Yes. Yes. I have my check points in my wolf form, and then uh, again get over the unconscious bodies and pass my turn. Sick. Um, Bilgrub. Cool. So my understanding is that there are no ogres. The only thing left alive is the Verbig druid. There's right. Verbig and a Verbig druid. Though there's another Verbig uh, yes. that's up? There's a okay. one is dead, and then the two ogres are dead. Cool. Then I'm going to... Can I sneak through these trees? Like... Sneak well, no, I can, I can come around this way. I'll come around, like, around the trees right up to Thrax. Right. Um, and I might be putting myself in enemy's danger, um, but I'm trying to put myself kind of, like, right in between Thrax and... Um, uh, Barry right there, and I'm going to put my hands on Thrax and uh, trace the paths on his back once again and cast Cure Wounds at level 1. Does it require a verbal? Um, it does. It does, Then you yeah. cannot cast it. Alright. That sucks. That's my turn. You get there, reach out, and no, no nothing happens, out. yeah. Cool. Love it. That sucks. Um, and then uh, uh, my wolf, my golden wolf will still attack, though. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think I get pack tactics, though, anymore, right? Unless you're next to something. Correct. I don't think I do. Okay, well, that definitely hits. It's like a 20. Uh, definitely eight, hits? Or 25. Not 25, 22. 13 damage. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not enough. Looking very fucked up. Fuck. I should have used healing words, sorry, TJ. I didn't think about that. All good. Okay. Alright, back to the verbing. Two surviving verbing. But I'm right up there with them. The verbing will step forward and stab at the giant wolf as the other one speaks and uh, yells out. And does anyone know giant? Nope. No. Yep, yells out something. So he steps up and attacks the wolf. That's a 21 to hit. 
17 damage. He's up. He wouldn't have been if he didn't heal last turn. Oh. And that's a 17 to hit. Oh. Hit. And another 17 damage. He is down. Oh, he pops back in. And Skid takes some additional damage. And Skid looks very bad. Oh, God. Thank God we came down the secret passageway. Yeah, that's fucking bad. Love it. Uh, let's see here. The Verbi Marauder then. Grins widely. Saved both my con saves. And nice. we'll, um, Pilgrim, uh, your wolf gets a opportunity attack as the Verbi moves up to the now goblin. Reading his staff. Kill it! Kill it! Yeah, that's a 20. Dirty. Sick. 20 hits. Sick. Get his ass! That's uh, 9 damage. Nice. Almost. You <gasps> almost killed it. No! <laughs> no! No! Oh my gosh. Okay. Smiles widely, raises up her quarterstaff, and brings it down on this goblin's head. God, I can't fucking hit you. That's 10 to hit. Miss! Second attack. Uh, 14 to hit. With my Yoon stone. My AC is 15. Yes! Oh, shit! Yes! As it activates and puffs out some blue-green energy that kind of shapes in some druidic symbols. Wait, she also needs to roll a bunch of uh yeah, for the hit. Okay. Oh my god, fuck. <laughs> well, that's our turn. Drax, you're up. Eighteen. Guys. Nice. Save. Uh, next up, Rick Steele. Eleven. Eleven passes again. He's stable. I am stabilized. Barry? That's another fail. Two fails, Jesus. two passes. Oh my god. Alright. Uh, Skid, you're up. The. Take out the Verbeek. Spider will attack the Verbeek. Marauder. The. The Druid. The Druid. The Druid. Yeah. Yeah. Seventeen to hit. Seventeen hits. That's the AC. Seven piercing damage. Scrap kill. Woo! Thank God. It <laughs> swipes one of the legs down with one of its many uh, legs as a spider, and then just the mandibles and pincers go into the throat, and it goes for a wolf-like attack on the throat, and just starts consuming. It's a wolf spider, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. My God. What? <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. It's the man. Oh, so it can like it, like it like jumps up, pierces the throat with its fangs, and it's like wraps it up, drags it, it down a hole. It almost looks as if there's a wolf face. No, a wolf spider's a fucking thing, brother. They are. They're fucking cool. There's only one more uh, enemy, correct? Yes, there is. Skid will kind of look at the direwolf, and they'll both use their turn together, and Skid will hop on top of the direwolf as it charges, and the direwolf will. Um, attack with its bite, and Skid will use his uh, bonus action to cast Primal Savagery, the cantrip, and kind of extend his claws and teeth so they'll attack it at it together. Um, the Dire Wolf is a critical 20. Yeah, oh, baby! Um, 17 piercing damage. Sick. And Skid kind of launches off the beast and attacks with his Primal Savagery. It's a uh, 19 to hit. Sick. 19 hits. And he will yes. kind of burst yes. out and deal an extra proficiency bonus from Vrio the Small. And it'll be uh, 12 total damage. Still alive. So 19. Oh, oh what the fuck? 19 plus 12? 
Yeah. So like 33 total? Yeah. Jesus. Well, 19 total. Yeah, 31. 31. Well, Pilgrim, you are up. All right. Uh, a great time. There's no more silence around you. You hear all this stuff happening. Yep. Thank God. Podcast, cure wounds on Barry. Yes. Sure. Excellent. <laughs> You're up with 13. Woo. And then that will be Pilgrim's turn. He'll back off a little bit, and then we'll do some uh, golden wolf action as he runs up to the last Verbeek. <laughs> Pack tag is because he's got, he's got one in his bag. <laughs> well, that should hit right there. So, uh, fifth, uh, 18. 18 does hit. Uh, so that is 8 damage. 8 damage? So close. So close. This still alive. It is bleeding from every orifice. It is now just going to be using desperation moves. And it is surrounded by multiple wolves, a spider, fucking people, dead people, everything. And so since it is turn, it's going to fucking attack that fucking turtle. It needs to kill that turtle. Everything I think is obsessed with this turtle not being able to die. No, no, no. That's a 22 to hit. He's, he's, he's out, though. Yeah. That's 17 damage to Barry. That knocks me out once again. No! And it turns, looks at the goblin that just bit it, and it's going to try and stab its spear right through you as well. As a 24 to hit. It hits. And it's 17 damage to, to the skin. Closes his eyes and falls off the wolf. <laughs> Unconscious and bleeding. And I'm assuming all the animals disappear. Mm-hmm. The spider disappears, the dire wolf disappears, but the golden dire wolf remains. Golden wolf, let's not get crazy. Is he a dire wolf? Yeah, he is a dire wolf. Yeah, you're yes. right. Sorry. All right. Uh, that's Thrax. You're up. Okay, here we go. Fuck. A fail. Ricky Steele, you are stabilized, yes? I'm stabilized. Would you like me to do anything else? Yes. You just lay there, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. I don't know what happens when you stabilize in combat. Yeah. yeah you just lay there. No, dying no more anymore. saves. I rolled anyway. 18. Very. I, <laughs> I have. Here it is. This is for all the marbles. No, no. If I make it, I get, I will stabilize. Dude. If I miss it, I will die. We're good. I passed. Oh. 14. 14. Thank God. Oh. Dude, he died before we even got to Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, Barry starts breathing again slightly. It's good. You are up. There's four PCs rolling death saves in a row. Christmas. Fifteen. God damn it. <laughs> Alright, up to the pilgrim do all the damage. Pilgrim. You and your wolf are You got it's this. You walking the path <laughs> by you, yourself. You, this way. <laughs> you are the speaker <laughs> of good meads. <laughs> and yeah. the, the bodies this. of your friends lay around you. <laughs> On the path you with you and this golden wolf. All right, TJ. I know I chose this path. You gotta stop saying it. It's fine. They were gonna be a problem anyways. There's clearly ver- verbig searching for us. I know I chose this. Oh my god, yes. Uh, Pilgrim's going it. to bonus action cast healing word on um, let's see, Ricky Steele. So Ricky Steele breathes to life. And then with my action. He's going to look around at um, the all his friends who are laying on the ground fucked up. He's going to take his quarter staff. He's going to run towards the verb. Being, he's oh, trying to do the no same. <laughs> yes. Right. He's trying to do the yes. same baseball bat. Amazing. Uh, do it. Against him. What's so. your... 
Oh, I don't even know. I'll let you roll this with advantage. Just out of inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Advantage out of inspiration's sake. Well, it's only 11. Even with advantage? Yeah. (laughs) The chorus plows into the side (laughs) of this thing. Yeah. And it looks down and smiles weakly at you. But luckily, there's a golden wolf behind him (laughs) that has pack tactics now that I'm that close. Sick. It's not good. Oof, that's a 15. 15 hits by one. Oh, baby. That's a 12. Yep, just grab a kill. The golden wolf jumps up behind it and gets at the throat. Wolves like throats and just starts tearing it apart and doesn't stop until... It's like mostly mutilated and the golden wolf just dissipates. As the pilgrim then stands up and uh, has only a few <laughs> few <laughs> slots left. How many how many hit points did you give me? Um, I, I gave you uh, ten. ten, yeah. So with my last two spell slots, um, I'm going to bring up I'll bring up Barry. You, you didn't heal yet this turn? Well, I'm just I'm so, I'm assuming yeah, we're no, out of battle. No return. Oh, no more turn cuz it's over. Yeah. Got it. Perfect. I'm bringing up Barry. Barry, you got 8. And oh, I'll bring sick. up um shit. I guess I should bring up um uh Skid. Grim, I didn't know you had that in you. Skid will rush over to Thrats. But I'm out of I'm out of spell slots, so I can't bring up Thrax. Watching Skid will rush over to Thrax and kind of stroke his cheek and oh no 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry and feed him a couple of good berries there we go that's why i assumed what would happen yeah give him four i cast healing word on thrax underneath my breath muttering you also get an additional eight hit points skittles start kicking <laughs> the snow just goddamn pat goes in there goddamn five goddamn motherfucking this is is everybody okay is everybody up <laughs> That was rough. Fucking God damn it! The axe beak's still here. This yeah, they they this. You guys all ran from where you had them huddled up. They're kind of like just posted at a tree behind you guys, and you guys ran up and like the mayhem happened like it, fifty feet from them. Did anyone else see Grim at the end of that fight? No. He was here. Pulled out some kind of quarter staff and did a crazy move. Damn it! Right, dude. His fucking strength came from the pack. His wolf. His wolf was fucking ferocious. Going to be honest, right now I've lost quite a lot of blood. We need to move quickly to Goodmead. Uh, Why don't we just throw that fortress down here? Why don't we burn these fuckers? There's four hours left to Goodmead. No, 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 no. We're much closer than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, not far. Yeah, we're like we're like forty-five minutes away. Yeah, we're really close. Yeah, you're right. You're we saw the place that we were yeah, at. Been yeah. here before. So you we're know like, that the we're cave. Less than an hour outside the city. The cave where you killed the other Verbi is right by you. Put these motherfuckers in cages, burn them. Oh my god. Also, the next time you see anyone try to cast that silence bullshit, Barry, counterspell the fuck out of it. Yeah. Barry wasn't able to. I know, he wasn't. <sighs> but yeah, she was at some serious distance. It was a strange battle that we would have had to deal with at one point. Now or later. Oh, I'm not angry about it. Uh, I've learned my lesson. And what you? Uh, no one's mad at anyone. We need to go back. Pretty fucking cool. They knew us by our faces and were searching for us for revenge. Yeah, and this is. And as Skid is talking, he's turning back and just popping the eyeballs out of each one of them. (laughs) Just casually. Wait, 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 wait. Let's chop off the head and burn it. You okay? 
Well, they were burned with one eye. Yes, okay. We're gone. But it's fine, it's fine. We're close to your goddamn speaker town. Yes. Good need. Thank goodness. Let's get out of here or this tower. I'm quite weak. The scent of blood might attract more wolves Just soon. Just pile them up together. Take the heads if you want. I'm burning the corpses. I chop off a head. Okay. Big X wing. Take all five of their eyes. As they're uh, dismembering stuff. I walk, uh, as soon as I just like, ugh, stand up, I walk up and uh, walk immediately up to the pilgrim. Traveler, uh, you saved all of our skins many times. Uh, thank you. Kind of like put my forehead against his for a second, just like put my hand on his shoulder and then walk away. I'll kind of ho- try to hold him up and uh, walk him down. He looks pretty fucked up. This guy's taken so many different blows, so... Pilgrim will keep his arm around this, his weak little old man arm yeah. around this 500-pound reptile or amphibian. Exactly. It looks tenderized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just walk down the path with him. Lots of bruises, bumps. Yeah. 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 tunes bumps all uh, over. A little swollen eye. Exactly. Yeah, I imagine even there's a piece of the shell that might be like kind of caved in yeah. on one side. So is it we keep going to good meat then? Yeah, just one second, one second. Pile the bodies close to the mouth of their cave, and I'll cast create bonfire on it. They're gonna search the metal. Barry, can you help me search before they go yeah. up in flames? Yeah, I always check the pockets. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> yeah, go through the pockets. Before All right. Uh, you find what looks like a total of seventy-five gold. Hey, not bad. Oh, not bad. Uh, you have at least four, uh, like almost casts of wine. Uh, they're like, uh, I'd say this, it's like the small. Like the Heineken keg cans. Okay. To, to give a, a real world reference to that. Uh, you also find a book on the druid, as well as a bunch of strange metal that is held together, wrapped up, um, and there's clearly a letter attached to it. It looks like parts of it are written in giant, and parts of it are written in common. Just toss it to Grim. And there is something like a bunch of pieces of metal. Uh, and if uh, I don't know if you can, if you want to roll an arcana check, you can try and decipher what this metal is, actually. This is. Hey, All of Barry, us, or just him? Barry, do you know what this anyway. shit is? I could take a, take look. a look. Take a look. Most of your spellcasters, that allowed. 14. Ooh. That is a uh, critical 20, 28 total. Wow. Well, you yeah. did pass it. Yeah, I would hope so. And everyone, please don't be mad at me. This is written in the book. Oh, no. These pieces of metal actually look like they're not from this world. That's it? They look like they are not on this planet, from this planet. No, but... Okay. There's pieces of metal that... Are very, very confusing to. I, I only said that's it. I thought you were going to make a Lord of the Rings reference does, that was going to make me mad. Oh, this is me just loving spell jammers. Oh, and this no, does not great, come. Yeah. This comes from outer space. No, no, no. Does Thrax <laughs> recognize this? Hell no, you don't. No. How would you recognize something from outer that's space? That's none of your business. <laughs> are you from outer space? It's literally none of your business. But do I recognize it? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. Maybe. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we should answer this next time. Uh, next time on D&D. On D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, still 
Ricky Steele gets knocked out again. If I, if I can roll for, you let me know if I should even roll for it. It's very specific. I know, it's very, very specific. It's unobtainium. Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> please don't ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> I will decide once you've had more time to ex- examine it okay. uh, outside of the wild, okay. let's say. Under some light and like in a, a more mm-hmm. uh, conducive to inspection area. Just sure. gather the items from the pockets, pile them up, create bonfire, and then head to Goodmate. Because we're getting the fuck out. The rest of your route, you already know this route. You've traveled it before, so it goes uneventful. You you know what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for in terms of even like exiting the forest itself. Cool. Once again, you come from the north part of Goodmead as you walk into the city. Hope you enjoy your fucking speaker's welcome. That's where the baby's for him to kiss. <laughs> this one is sure that we'll all enjoy our time here. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely. you all for walking the path. So you walk into town, people recognize you, they'll give you a slight bow, and you know that the place that you are more than allowed to head to is the speaker's room inside of the meadow. You all go ahead, take a rest. This one will stay and greet everyone. Um, and I'll let them obviously into the hall and I'll just, I'll stand around and kiss babies and shake hands. I'll Just get to know people of good mead. I'll keep an eye over Grim from the corner, making sure he's not doing any faux pas or political gaffes. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you're great at that. <laughs> not good with women or men, but I am good at politics. PR. I'm Ricky. Or, and words. I'm Ricky motherfucking Steel. I'll walk away from uh, Pilgrim. Take care, Speaker. Follow your, follow your path. I pick up Skid. We'll walk into the speaker's house with Barry. Barry, you were getting fucking knocked around that and right back there. They hated you. Yeah, it was especially embarrassing because I, I was actually trained to fight those kind of casters. And, man, I haven't been be- beaten <laughs> like that in a long time. I haven't seen a beaten like that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be. fucking warmed. You want me to wrap your shell a little? You've got a, a, quite a dent inside. Oh, no, yeah, no, you got no, any wax? Do. Would that take on water, you think, Drax? Uh, not if we cover it well enough. It'll heal, it'll heal. And we all nurse our wounds together in the speaker's house. Yeah. The pilgrim makes his way around the town, reading and greeting, making a name for himself as a new speaker. The rest of the party is inside while Ricky Steele keeps a careful observation over his friend. However, late at night... Thrax is sitting in the corner of the room, looking at his friends asleep, and all of a sudden these pained images, things of his past, something that had happened, and he starts questioning, how did I get here actually? Well, how did we get here?